0: Thank you. hello welcome to another episode of bravo while black we're still alive (laughs) because our last episode we were leaving you in the hands of donald trump and right now even though he is denying that you know he's not the president any longer technically joe biden is now the president so it's a great thing to come back to and we have our new friend Ryan Bailey, Kardashian Jenner, Hadeeb.
1: <laughs> How the Welcome. hell are you? I'm good, actually. You know what? Right, right before I talk to you guys, I they finally, finally confirmed Georgia for Biden. Uh, like, like I mean, officially confirmed yeah. Biden like 30 minutes ago. So it's there's no way around it. Like, but but by the way, good on Trump. Like, I I wish I can go through the rest of my life just saying like, if I fail at something, saying like, no, Thank I didn't. News. I won. Like yeah. that is like I mean it's so it's such a housewife tactic that it's Literally. it's just it's crazy that that we're living in a way that we're living in something that's way more dramatic than the shows that we love on Bravo, you know? Right?
2: Yeah.
0: And just you know, see that's what happens when you elect a fucking reality star
1: as the president. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so I mean I got. Like we're a reality I, show. I used to watch. I used to watch The Apprentice every season, and yeah. I was like, I never thought that the guy who f- like fired Arsenio Hall was going to be president one day. You know, yeah. like <laughs> I was
0: just telling Aaron how like I don't like Donald Trump at all, but I wouldn't be opposed to him coming
1: back to The Apprentice. Like that was he act- can handle that. That's he can handle That's his that. Like, I'm totally, I'm totally down with letting him have a reality. I just stop acting like you know about what like is good for countries and things like that. Like I don't want to, I don't, I love reality shows, but I don't want to live in one. You know, exactly. It's just
0: way too bizarre for me. It's like, listen, if Andy Cohen isn't the president, then no reality
1: star can be. The president <laughs> Well, I mean, this opens it up to everything. It's like at this point, Ramona Singer could be the president. Yeah. like we're, we, we've, we've set a dangerous precedent, you know?
0: <laughs> we've set a dangerous precedent for the president. Say that five times fast. So, <laughs> not can't. only do we have a new president, Ooh. no matter how much he wants to deny it,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we also <laughs> have a new <laughs> franchise to literally like rave uh, yeah. Salt Lake City obsessed. Amazing. Right? Like, it was it really way is.
1: Better. I watched it. I watch, I'm sad to. I'm ashamed to say I've watched it three times so far and I'll probably watch it again. And it's just, it's, it's so cool to have a franchise. that's already firing on all cylinders and that it leaves you wanting more is that we're only one episode in we've got like, however many episodes more to look forward to. And it's just so comforting. And especially if you compare it to something like it's lead in OC, which is so, I, I really am not. I just don't care about it anymore and I'm not enjoying it this season. But <laughs> but like, cares. you know, you have that to look forward to. If you got Potomac on Sunday, you got this on Wednesday, you throw some Below Deck in on Monday, you're looking at like a nice life in yeah. uh, mm-hmm. captivity that we're in right now. You and know? that's
0: why I'm just like, as long as they keep producing these reality shows, I'm fine with staying my ass in the house. Like we have Potomac yes. on Sundays, <laughs> we have Salt Lake City on Wednesdays, we we'll have Southern Charm more. on Thursdays.
1: Well, and okay. I, I mean, I mean, I, I'm I'm curious to hear what you guys think of Southern Charm, but uh, you know, but but yeah, I'm so excited. I think, and what I love about Salt Lake City is that I I don't think so, but I, I'm so happy that I don't think it talks about coronavirus at all. I no. think it was shot before coronavirus, wait so before. it's gonna be so nice to have something of like that where you don't normal. all of a sudden, yeah, like where's the toilet paper and like we need <laughs> like I I can't wait to like not have to deal with that
0: it's like oh my god they're not wearing masks it's so beautiful
2: yeah remember when you were
1: people (laughs) (laughs) oh my god at jen shaw's birthday party for meredith i was like oh my god everybody's way too close to each other you guys all need to be wearing masks this is great like i do get anxious watching shows like that with parties now you know
0: yeah it's just so weird and then it's like now it's a year later and that's not allowed at all i'm I know that – I heard that Real Housewives of Atlanta got shut down because of a positive coronavirus yeah. test. That's definitely wild. I think it was someone on the production, who do you, though.
1: Who do you think – Who? okay, I was like, which cast member do you think would have it?
0: <laughs> I feel and like –
1: Also, if it didn't happen at that wedding, I'm curious where it exactly. happened.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I feel like if at Cynthia's wedding no one got it, then they're literally fine. Yeah. Who's your favorite on Salt Lake City so far? Because, you know, everyone is saying – Jen Shaw or Heather Gay, we definitely feel the same. Yeah. Because they, they bring really the equally. drama.
1: Who's your favorite? I mean, uh, I got to well, I mean, just from a, I loved, I liked Meredith in a way just because of her, her gay son was her awesome. Son. And yeah. I really loved that dynamic and I can't wait to, I don't know. I got to tell you, they're like, and Mary is just batshit insane. And it's like, mm-hmm. I can't, like, I don't know if I want to say favorites, but at the same time, like, I'm like, I'm so down to watch all, of, all them. of them. I think the, I think the only one that I was like, so, so on, but I know she provides is like Lisa Barlow just didn't appeal to me from a couple different angles, but she's going to obviously provide good content and that the, the Heather relationship. I don't and, know. And she, acted like she didn't know Heather <laughs> and called her a, like a, a good time girl. That's amazing. <laughs> but, but lisa and meredith look so similar that i'm like uh you know but other yeah. than that i i i don't there's nobody that i was like oh this is they're boring you know
0: yeah they're that's the difference because i feel like every time they introduce a new franchise you're kind of like unsure if everyone's going to add to the cast but with these people they all have even if they don't have like the best personality like you said with meredith she is definitely the least interesting one to look at for me personally but then when she brought her yeah. son on it was like okay like yeah, love it, yeah, yeah. obsessed but did
3: you keep well, getting her confused for lisa like-
0: yeah but until we went listen
3: <laughs> it's the brown hair
0: we we have to brag again you know, we got invited to the virtual yeah, you gotta premiere. you got to see the, the virtual premiere, right? Yeah, exactly. And, like, they were on. So I'm like, oh, it's Meredith and Lisa. But now we know who's Meredith and, like, who's Lisa. Because Lisa is a, a, a little bit more, like, outgoing than Meredith. Me- Meredith was kind of, like, chill, not really knowing, you know, what to say, trying not to spill too yeah, much tea. Yeah. But I heard that she's going to have, like, marriage trouble. So... That's always something I, to look forward to.
1: <laughs> I I think, I mean, the way I feel about her right now is like, I think I'm the one that wants to cause that marriage trouble for her. I, I think I'm in love with her. I don't, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> you're cheating on no, Leah? I think, well, that's, I gotta tell you guys, it really was, I, I'm gonna talk about this on next week's pod, I think, is that Leah, I think, might, I don't know, like, Meredith is making me feel things that I, I haven't <laughs> felt since Leah, and and Leah's made some questionable choices I think in the last couple yeah. of weeks for me. So I don't know. This is a love triangle where I don't think anybody knows they're in it except for me. It's fine.
0: Yeah, know, the I whole Bravo sphere, like all of us, you know, Bravo fan pages, we know that it's Ryan and Leah, Leah yeah, and Ryan, for- and it doesn't matter if Leah I- is with her her trainer or her baby daddy. At the end of the day, I- it's
1: Leah and Ryan. You know what's so sad, too, is that Leah, I've talked to Leah a couple times on DM, and it's, I've always acted like, I'm like, oh, oh, that's just silliness, you know? Like, that's just a joke (laughs) I, because I, because I, I'm like, I'm so not smooth, because I just, like, I act like it's, like, a character I play, but I actually really did, I mean, as much as you would like somebody on TV, I thought she was, like, really pretty, and, 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 uh, but I would, I would never, like, I'm not good at, like, a DM move, like, I'm not good at a, and also you just couldn't, you're never like, Leah's never going to be like, yeah, that podcaster that talks about Bravo. That's like, that's not an attractive, like, could you imagine her introducing me to her family? Like, oh, he talks about Bravo podcast. And they're like, aren't you on a Bravo show? And it's like, yeah, that's how he found me. It would be so creepy. There's no way it could work. There's a possibility. Listen, anything can happen. I but Maybe I think she's also I think enough people have DM, I think enough of people have tagged her or tagged like me in her post you and DM, kind of. where I well but also I think she's kind of like like who is this guy like I think she <laughs> might but I think she potentially might be scared and that's like something that I'm like because oh no Bravo when this first happened made a Chelsea. a meme. We, we, we made a meme with, like, me with her bucket hat on and a shirt that said, I'm ready to be a stepdad. And then people what? tagged her in that meme. And it's like, you it's not funny when all of a sudden Chelsea said I was, like, ready to be a stepdad and then all of a sudden I'm bringing her daughter into it. That's creepy as hell. And Are she doesn't weird? even realize, oh, no, Bravo made that. She thinks weird. I made that. So Leah... <laughs> oh it's like so and then i was like i can't explain to leah like hey that's not i didn't make that and like i i'm not ready to be a stepdad but like unless you want me to be, you know?
0: <laughs> Leah, if you hear this ryan you know he likes you but it's not his idea we're just trying to get you guys like together that. but you have to I me mean,
1: well I would love just, I mean, if I could just get an interview with her, I would settle for yeah. that. If I could just get a, that's all I need is just an interview with her. And I mean, I even interviewed her, her boxing trainer, Martin, uh, a couple months ago. Cause I was like, maybe I can get close to her through her friends. Yeah. And, uh, but then I was too, I was too chicken with Martin to tell Martin that I liked Leah. Cause I, <laughs> he was, he's always like, Hey, how you doing? Yeah, guy. Hey. hey, you know, he's like really old school. And then I was like, I, this is probably not the time for me to bring up that like how do i get leah because he's like you would probably be like get the hell out of here guy i hate you you know <laughs>
0: no, i hate you so meredith <laughs> um what the tea is is that her husband filed for divorce but then they like oh. redacted the divorce i was reading that earlier so she's like yeah we're clearly not divorced but i don't want to give too much away so that's what we can look towards with Meredith's storyline, I guess, like her marriage crumbling and then putting itself back together, I
1: guess. Aren't you really interested to see though what happens now in between the first season and second season? Because I don't think any of these ladies are ready for... I mean, like Jen Shaw thinks of herself as a star already, but like mm-hmm. a lot of these other ladies, like I'm curious about Whitney. Like I'm curious about like all of these relationships that they have. I always wonder, and especially when you get like a spotlight on you, how those relationships suffer or, you know, cause like all of a sudden I would imagine like people like Whitney and people like Lisa and Mary, like people are going to be coming after them in certain ways. Uh, and I feel um, like their husband's, like they say they're all in love and all that, but they seem kind of like average guys, you know?
0: I think that I heard
1: Meredith Except for Katz. Jen Shaw's husband. Jen Shaw's husband seems yes. like like a good looking, like successful dude. The other guys kind of seem schlubby, you know?
0: Yeah, like he's confident. I mean, he's a coach anyway, so you kinda of have to be confident. And Jen Shaw, I feel like she's like so in love with her husband that we won't really have to worry about that until like, you know, yeah, when they
1: did the duo when they did the duo interview, I was like, Oh, they're set. Yeah. When, like, when, I feel when like my husband agrees. Yeah. yeah when a husband agrees to be on there they're okay you know yeah
0: and i heard through a grapevine that like meredith had this like her own premiere party through zoom and her husband was saying that bravo destroys relationships so that was some um, i don't
1: think it helps i mean i don't think bravo's meaning to do it also <laughs> who is this grapevine you guys are talking to i need to get to this grapevine. Well, <laughs> we, we're <laughs> going to you guys have you the best grapevine broadcast.
2: jeez
0: Listen, everyone tells us everything because we're not a messy like profile. I think that's what people thought we were going to be when we first came on the scene because our name is Bravo. While Black people were like, oh God, these are the Black people that are going to come and cancel us. And we're like, no, we just want to join you. And then now we're friends with like everybody. And everyone's like, oh, bravo, bravo, black, they're cool. So it's been a great thing because I learned a lot of things about people, a lot of secrets, and I won't be telling them on the podcast, at least. <laughs> 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 now, if we get
1: that's a Patreon.
0: Uh, yeah, day, <laughs> Pat- that's, that's,
1: that's the way to tease the Patreon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so the Real Housewives of Potomac filmed their reunion yesterday. And I get all of my Mm -hmm. tea from this, like, profile called The Peach Report Daily. And, like, they tweeted out.
2: It's called The Peach Peach
0: Peach Report Report Daily. And, like, usually they have all the Real Housewives of Atlanta tea. But on Twitter, they had some Real Housewives of Potomac tea. And, like, they have friends that are, like, producers on the cast. And they're, like, really good with the cast. Mm -hmm. So I've been following their Twitter to learn about the Potomac reunion, and they've been tweeting some things. I'm going to read it to you guys, and then we're going to make our, you know, reunion predictions. (laughs) (laughs) So it says, one of their tweets said, so according to a producer, Giselle and Karen are like the official face of Potomac, which would explain why they have always been given that first seat next to Andy every reunion. Also explains why they were the only ones we saw in early promotions. These looks... Some have chosen are similar to looks from the Real Housewives of Atlanta season 10 Barcelona-themed re- reunion a few years back, I guess because it's a Portugal theme, but I'm loving the choices made by Monique, Candace, Karen, and Wendy. So the set was themed like Portugal, the trip that they're on right now. They also added, take that deep breath because Andy's holding everyone accountable today and that's an understatement some quote-unquote pressing questions for someone with amnesia amnesia (laughs) that must be monique because monique said that she blacked out oh god
2: oh (laughs) my (laughs)
0: god and someone responded that has to be about candace with the knife and the the peach report said no it's not so it has to be monique because monique's the only one that's claiming that she had amnesia sometimes when you do black out you (laughs) don't remember things
1: well, there's a, there's a point where like, you'll remember, I mean, I've never smashed a person's head into a table, but you'll, I would imagine you'd remember the grabbing of the head and the releasing of the head. You might forget a couple of the slams down on the table cause you're just in it. But I mean, there's no way. And we know, I mean, just, we know that she remember, I mean, come on, like it's a bogus thing. And by the way, I think Candace, like she said it, like th- there's something has to be said for people that like tuck like, talk like candace that come at you all the time
0: like that's my biggest thing everyone agrees everyone talks shit on every cast And I'm not a big believer in talk shit get hit, but it's a different way
1: that Candace (laughs) talks to people that is just like, girl, like, why are you saying that? Well, and also just out of Candace's own protection, this will happen to you again, not by by Monique, but somebody else there out in the world. If this is how you present yourself all the time, you will have to defend yourself again. This will will keep happening. Well, and she goes to a therapist. She goes to a therapist. I can't imagine the therapist seeing this and being like, "Oh," because I imagine the therapist seeing this and going, "Oh, okay, I see what we need to work on." You're yeah. really talking a lot of trash. Like you're, you're really. It's never, it never, never excuses anybody laying their hands on somebody. Right. But you, if somebody, ca- I, had, I used to have a friend that would like just love to call me like an asshole and a dipshit and all this stuff, you know. And like at a while, like it does. Like I remember one time, like. 10 years into our friendship where I'd be like, dude, you cannot talk to me like that. Any, like, and I exploded, I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't hit him, but like you, that stuff builds up. So if somebody is, that's her constant way. And for her to then try to get this pity party for her, herself and like, like, I, I, I'm not, pro-Monique but I'm definitely not pro-Candace yeah
0: that's where we are like the only thing that I that I can say and that we agree on is that Monique should have never put her hands on her literally at all I also don't think that you know she blacked out because you know it's like after they got her off of Candace she Ran around like
2: in Get yeah, Out and sure. tried to like yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, get
1: her. That in. was my, like in the in the darkness. That was a. And by the way, I wish you could go out for like Halloween haunted houses back. Like, because I would have been like, <laughs> I would have done the Potomac haunted house where you just have like a Monique running after you and stuff. <laughs> like, right. you know, like, ah, Monique escape producers. That was definitely. It wasn't a
0: holiday. It wasn't a Halloween themed episode, but it was for me because it, felt it reminds like it, me yeah. so much of Get Out. Okay, okay, so the Peach Report also added like because the reunion was filmed it was 11 hours Andy Cohen said okay so they tweeted that's a wrap honey a very long and eventful day full of truth and revelations that someone was seemingly prepared for hold on to your wigs folks <laughs> M. okay this is a clue that we need to decipher wigs,
1: wigs is a clue too right
0: MKE would be proud my, R- King yeah. m- my RHOC viewers will understand hint Sis is a Potomac detective. So I've been asking around or looking around and peeping around. Mm. And people said that MKE was the one who got down to the, the cancer. Brooks. Life. Brooks. Yeah. yeah. The Brooks
1: stuff. Yeah.
0: The, uh, the OG Brooks that we don't like. The yeah. Not, not the City. new
1: Xavier Brooks from <laughs> Salt <Lake> City. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she was the one who put on her detective hat and got to the bottom of things. So they're saying that someone on the Potomac cast like, is reminiscent of the MKE incident. I know that Monique said that she had a lot of receipts to bring to the reunion, but then at the same time, a lot of things that I've been, when Potomac first started, they both went live, like a lot. I was going between Candace's live and. Oh, Monique's yeah. Can, live. Can,
1: Can, Candace went live maybe a little bit too much. <laughs> okay.
0: And then, like, re- she was, like, revealing things that I don't think that she realized would kind of come back, like, on her. So who do we think yeah. is, like, the Potomac detective?
1: I think it's – I honestly, I think, it's, I think it's Monique. She has the time. <laughs> she has the time, and she has something to prove. And she's not dumb, and she's looking for – because really where I think this stands right now is that you, just from a purely business decision, I don't think either of these ladies will get asked back unless they can actually – mend fences there's no reason like Monique is not on this season at all except for like like scenes with Karen or see like you know like that now it's like she's just not even in the cast at all so I don't see why you would pull both of these ladies back at all after this season if this is what it's like it's uncomfortable for us to watch at a certain point you feel bad for Monique even though you know Monique is the one who did it or at least this is how I feel and I think Monique would also You know, want and also, did you see that rumor this week about the? I think it was on Dumois who I talked about about the rumor where it was like a certain husband, like, which by the way, if you go by the show, Monique might might have planted that to the blogs, the quote unquote blogs that we keep hearing about. Mm. So (laughs) I think Monique is definitely on the defensive and trying to get on the offensive and planting things, going to come with proof, receipts, all that stuff, you know.
0: This is the thing. I feel like Monique doesn't only have like, have to come hard against Candace. She has to come hard against the Green Eye Bandits, mainly Giselle, <laughs> yep. because Giselle is the one that is, although she doesn't want to talk about her shit, she's always in some yeah. shit. Just like on the last episode of Potomac, where they, they're they asking like, yo, where's Jamal? Oh,
2: you don't so, you know I so know. to see Jamal. He's a pastor. He's busy.
0: It's just like, girl, just say that he's a pastor. He's busy. Pastor he's busy, busy
1: making babies with other people. That's what he's busy doing. Like I don't trust it, Jamal as far as, as I can throw
3: him.
0: You know? <laughs> yeah. She
1: does
3: not want to say that.
0: Yeah, and I think that Monique is going to bring receipts on. Unfortunately, Jamal. Like that's my. That was prediction. hysterical.
1: That was hysterical when she did whip out the phone and call Jamal right there, and Carol was like hello Jamal hello you know like that was that was pretty funny I like that
3: who, who would you think the spy was who like between would it be Monique or would it be baby Dean? I, <laughs> I think it's gonna be baby Dean I feel like he's been having plenty of I
2: feel
0: time. like realistically I think it's KB the
1: bodyguard <laughs>
0: Shout out to KB. Oh my God, Redguard. KB! You
1: guys you guys talked to KB, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's
0: is, is KB's, it awesome? KB's down here in freaking Miami, but he didn't yeah. let us know in advance. Otherwise, we would have you know, like maybe hung out with him, got something to eat. But either way, I feel like KB has a tea, and Baby
1: Dean definitely has a tea. Yeah, for sure. i I talked to kb on my pod i think a couple or last week or something and he was just he was awesome first off but i got him i finally got him laughing because i said uh that baby just because it looks so much like uh, i mean i michael that it's like i'm already i already (laughs) i know it's not good to talk bad about the baby but i already like i don't like that baby because it looks so much like michael like i literally like couldn't you don't i mean I want. This is my dream. Is that if we slow mo like some of the footage with the baby, we see the baby like pinching butts, like a little like butt grab. <laughs> like, baby. The baby so, started like,
0: the fight between yeah, Moji and Candace. Yeah, and that's what in happened. the background.
1: You just see the band. The baby's grabbing like producer's butt, you know. And then you you <laughs> just see a baby that's like running through a scene. <laughs> like, oh my god, is I that baby running?
0: It. Is that fucking boss it's, baby? It's the way he <laughs> yeah, eyes exactly. The
1: it's the way he. Looked
3: at them when they when they shoot. It's the like scene.
0: that. Maybe be knowing shit. I
3: no. well, I
1: almost and you like you guys are meme makers. I almost and I was like, oh, this is too far. Probably, I wanted. I would almost took the shot of Ashley with uh, the underwear from behind. You know that the lady supposedly <laughs> took after he fell asleep in the hotel room, and really? I was going to put the baby right next to him. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, you made the right decision. I didn't, I didn't. But come on, that's funny. That's that's funny. It is
0: hilarious. <laughs> and I, like I always, I always send things to Aaron. I'm like, is this too far?
2: And yeah, Aaron's no, like, I,
0: yeah, <laughs> it's, it's way <laughs> always, too far. We're not going to do it. I'm the one who is just like, yo, this is going to be funny as shit. But then I need to slow it down.
1: I'm so desensitized now. Like, I don't know what is, and I really, I just, it's like, oh, if that makes me laugh, but unfortunately I have like a really dark sense of humor now, you know?
0: (laughs) I think that, yeah, Monique is going to have things to prove against Giselle and Candace. Um, I think a lot of more people are going to come for Giselle about this whole Jamal Bryant thing. I hope so because even Rob like even Robin all she did was agree was like yo why wouldn't you want to share your relationship with us if we're friends and then when she gets to the room Giselle's like you didn't have my back and I'm like all Robin did was just say like yo I haven't seen Jamal either and when we did the the cast um meet up with Potomac on Zoom I think it was it no, it was the, the little Halloween thing that they did when Robin and Juan was there. They said that, you know- Oh, the um, Bravo they, happy hour yeah, thing? Yeah, the happy hour thing. They said that they haven't double dated with Jamal either. So it's like <laughs> Jamal has still not been around It's a year later. So that goes to show for uh, something.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah that that one scene with Jamal on the ride to the airport where he acted like he was like I I was waiting for you to say something you know about like one and I'm like you like that's a guy that got caught in a lie or got caught in something and was like well I guess my fun's over I gotta act like this is a real relationship now he's like he goes I'm proud of you for finally speaking up you know that's how
0: I feel I feel like he's like the black Jax Taylor kind of oh my god when when Britney told Jax that she was pregnant he probably was like freaking out but
2: but then it's like, oh, I can't wait to be no. a dad. <laughs> I, legit, I, Sorry, I legitimately
1: think I legitimately think Jax is excited right now because it gives him a. It gives him. He loves attention. He loves being like. He loves. He loves people to see that he did something that is potentially could be perceived as good. So it all hits in those categories for Jax. What I want to see, though, is when he realizes it's actual work. Like when he sees that it's actual work, that's the Jax I want to see. Not the Jax now that's getting attention from it, you know?
0: And then he's so like pompous about it, I feel, even though he doesn't said anything. I don't know if he said anything because I don't follow him. But I haven't been blocked, so that's also good. But I feel like because he has the only boy within the group. Like Sheena's having a girl and Lala's having a girl. And Redacted is also having a girl. And he has the only boy. So he just feels (laughs) like, even though he's not going to be the number one man in the group anymore, it's like they have a storyline
2: security.
1: But by the way, I mean, I really, I, if they were smart, they would stop the show now. And I would either want a 10 year from now update. Or a 20-year-from-now and have it all be the kids, you know? Have it be, like, son of Vanderpump Rules, you know?
0: Someone said that they think that Randall is producing a show with, like, the... I I said that.
1: I think I was one of the first people... I, I said... I said, watch it all the baby reveals. I said, so Randall all of a sudden, all of this stuff started to become really public on and I said, I would bet anything that there are cameras there that Randall is paying for like the seed money to put together a like what you know, what you call a sizzle trailer for like what Mm -hmm. this could be. Because if they get released out of their contracts or if the show doesn't get picked up, they all of a sudden have rights to their likeness. Now, if the show gets picked up and they can't move and go anywhere else, but if the show ends, they all of a sudden I would imagine has all this baby footage has all the gender reveals has all of this like drama and they can literally just call it something else. They will never mention the word Vanderpump. It'll just be like, friends that used to work at a bar you know and and randall's you know randall would be the one that would have all the connections to put that stuff together and these guys are thirsty enough to let anything happen because you would also get stassi and Bo in the mix you would also get Kristen Doty in the mix you would also get all those people that cannot be on the show anymore you would get them to be a part of it so i think it is a very logistical smart not i don't i would personally want to see it but it's a smart move on randall's part and i think lala and them would all get all the others to to sign on board, you know.
0: Yeah, I always say that Lala is definitely Lala Shakur. Actually, um, she's definitely oh, yes. my <laughs> my problematic fave. I wouldn't watch it because you know Stasi and Kristen are on it, but I would probably just watch the first episode just to see what it's about because I'm nosy. Also, Randall, some for some reason he follows us, so shout out to Randall. Uh, Rand Randall
1: blocked uh, Rand- Randall blocked me a while back. I think what? I I well yeah I I. I always am shocked, but then I'm like, when I go back, I'm like, oh, this is why. <laughs> it makes com- sense. I, I put like I, I that old movie Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. I put him and the guy from 90 Day the Fiance. Dead. And I put them. And then I also put a um, like a podcast glow up because it was like <laughs> what his cartoon face looks like on his podcast looks nothing like his actual face. Like I did a couple <laughs> low blows at Randall and I don't dislike Randall. He seems like a very positive energy, but yeah, still- also I think- Randall get, goes after what he wants, which is, you know, like somebody like Lala. But I also think like people like that, like the minute Lala wanted to have a baby and is having a baby, I kind of think that also in a way signs up uh, Lala's eventual exit papers, you know? Like Randall will eventually move on to somebody else for sex at least, you know? That's just what guys like that are, I believe. Jax is the same way. I don't, I mean, I think Randall But at least like, you like know, Randall loves has like
0: power and like executive producer credit like and then Jax is just his biggest claim to fame is fucking Vanderpump Rules. Like, yo, mm-hmm. you need to stop acting like you got Randall money. You don't, you don't got PJ. But Jax, money.
1: Jax, Jax thinks that he. Well, by yeah. way, When I when I saw he was like showing off all the baby Nikes he already bought his the, Jax's baby. Yeah, already, how much I got but, for free? Uh, but I but I also I was like, yeah, spend it all, dude. I want to see you blow through all your money. <laughs> please, like, please, like, please keep like buying, buying, buying. By the way, a lot of people don't know he had like a California lien against like he didn't pay his California taxes like a couple Ooh. years ago and had like a like a like a four hundred thousand dollar tax lien against him. Are you that blocked was- by Jax yeah. too? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah.
0: most people I
1: haven't gotten that.
0: we haven't gotten <laughs> yeah. blocked by a celebrity yet, thank God. In
1: fact, I did have a nightmare. I did have a nightmare last night because I, <laughs> I did a I did a blocked I did a blocked by Jax's baby post that a lot of people actually took as real and uh you know and i put it on twitter as well and that kind of blew up and i had a nightmare last night that jacks did come after me for the babies like don't you talk about my baby and i'm like it's a joke it's an obvious joke you idiot you block everybody that's the joke is that your baby wouldn't too and i was explaining the joke to him but i do have i do because i'm like my online persona is a little more brash than my i'm like a pussy in real life and i'm usually (laughs) pretty i'm usually pretty sensitive so i don't um yeah i i i would i would I do feel that one day Jax will want to hurt me, you know?
0: Do you think – who do you think would win in a fight, you or Jax?
1: Oh, Jax. I mean, if it was a war of words, me. I mean, like, I yeah. could hit him, like, in 30 different ways easily. No, but physical, like... I, have, I, have, I have a bad knee, and he probably <laughs> – like, if he knows about my knee, he'd take me out right there. I would go for his nose, though, because he's had it broken so oh many times. Oh, wow. God. He <laughs>
3: loves I was that. just go, to say that.
1: I'd go there first because I know like that would piss him off. And that would like, he'd have to pay for that eventually to get it fixed. But uh, I think he would definitely like, he's spent so much time and energy and on steroids and stuff like that. So I think he would win. In, you know. Okay.
0: So speaking of beefs that you have, who do you think would win a fight you or John Pringle from Southern Charm?
1: Uh, I think I, I think I've got the advantage on maybe I also, I watched him drunk on this week's episode and I was like, Oh, this guy's a fool. I could get him pretty easily. Um, I think just like, I'm tenacious. Like you might like, I, I can withstand a lot and I don't like, I, I have good endurance. Like I might not like. I might not be impressive at first, but if I hang in there, I'll eventually win it, you know? So I think I could get John Pringle.
0: Okay, so it's you. You can beat John Pringle's ass, but you can't beat Jax's ass. So you lie somewhere in the middle. So I feel yeah. like your perfect match would probably be against Chef because I feel like Chef isn't as, like, wimpy as John oh, Pringle, but yeah, he, he isn't he, as, like, he... bravado as, like, Jax.
1: And I think he would get winded quicker in a way, probably, you know, and he'd be like, dude, come on, man. Like, Oh God, what are we even doing, man? Like, I think he would try to like bro me out, like, like try to like, come on, let's just do a shot. Like, I think he would try to end it really quickly, you know, whereas Jax has like Jax has blind. um, uh, What's the correct term? Like, he's like there's like blind uh rage there i think like i think (laughs) there's something in there that like disconnects and like he could be like a monique in sheep's clothing he could just start banging Mm -hmm. my head against a table you know
0: yeah because remember when he was like in that parking lot in his chunky sweater he took that chunky
1: sweater off (laughs) yes but but if we notice nothing ever happened in that fight like he was counting on somebody holding him back i think but you know what? I'm not that kind of guy. Like in that that scene in the Vegas uh, strip mall with Sandoval and and all that. Like I've never been that guy of like I've I i do not know if it's a testosterone problem, but I've never been the is. guy of like let's go, let's go. Like I've never been that guy. Right and I I definitely wouldn't whip my shirt off ever. Like I do everything to is keep my shirt on. Short? Like yeah, well, like like I wear two shirts at night. Like I don't want to see myself naked. I would never like I would never be taking my shirt off anywhere. You know.
0: So speaking of Southern charm, you caught last night's episode. What do you think? Do you think that Catherine genuinely did not know that Thomas got another girl pregnant? Like she was living with Thomas. She, heard she that, saw the pregnancy test. She, she saw the, the pregnancy, pregnancy test. test. And then she well, also heard rumors that he was at the gynecologist with a pregnant woman. Like how, why is she acting like she has no idea what's going on?
1: Well, there is an argument to be made that Catherine is dumb. And I think that's a good, <laughs> that's, say? I think that's a, I think that's a, a, a very realistic argument. So, I have a feeling if we've seen this on the show many times that Catherine is gullible. Catherine believes anything that's told to her and Thomas, like in that relationship pattern that they have, it seems like a huge amount of gaslighting. And for some reason, Catherine is still under this impression, which is like really dark me out from the first episode onwards this season is that she still thinks Thomas is a prize that she still thinks of like, and that's how like deranged that's how psychological he's gotten into her mind. And that's how guys like that do that. And I think it's a real Um, it's really scary because I'm sitting there going like, how
0: completely manipulated her because even when she's talking in the confessionals, she's very honest about it. She's like, you know what? This is what it would be like if we were a family. And I'm like, this this dude literally literally (laughs) took your ass through court, tried to literally take your kids away, told everyone that you went to rehab and got an abortion, but you think that you guys can be a family? Like, it's insane i mean the final
1: nail in the coffin should have been for her is when he came down in those white tight jeans with the in the first episode and i was like oh my god like um... how would you think that's a prize still like also like he's 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 being like you know i mean charges are brought up against him for you know potential rape potentially like, yeah is, we've seen this on the show it's documented if she forgets it's right there to watch and mm. she's still like i know you have two kids but there is a point where you're like my kids and for myself i'm going to remove myself from this situation i cannot trust there are certain people we all have this where we can't trust how we feel or think because we're just so locked into them like i have people like that in my life that i'm like i can't be around this person because i like them too much and i know it's not good for me like i know um and i think that's like Catherine has to be smart especially because she has those kids is that you it's not healthy, like you gotta like yeah. how do we all know it, and I know it's like you're lo- the last person to know, but like girl, I hope you know now, I yeah, hope it's, and then, then she's never in doubt
0: if she doesn't know by now because also there's a point to be made that like her mom had just like passed away, which was extremely sad, so it's like you know, Thomas kind of took you in, you guys are playing house together, and you know, you get caught up in that, but then you find <laughs> out that he got this girl pregnant but then now fast forward to a few months later he's marrying this chick and not only is he marrying this chick he wants to take the kids away from Catherine again move like I think like an hour or an hour and a half outside of Charleston and they're back in court again so hopefully she knows that like yo this ain't this ain't that and you guys are never going to be a big happy family and it's like not cool.
1: Well, they're not going to be a big happy family at the end of the day because he is who he is. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, it's not for lack of like, it's nothing else, but he, it's not her fault. It's not, it's who he, who he is, who he is. And therefore they will, he will never be able to have a happy family with anyone. There's not going to be anybody in Thomas's life. That's able to have a family with him in the way. That's why, like,
0: why is he even getting married? Like, what's even like the point? Because I think that's, I think that's old old school.
1: I think it's Charleston BS. I think he still thinks he's a prize. I think Whitney still thinks he's good looking. Like I think all these <laughs> people, like you know, like I, you got to be realistic about where you're at. Like watching John Pringle flirt with those girls at the table last oh night my it was, God. That I was was like so weird. Like, and he's like, you guys like, Justin, you guys like Bieber? Justin Bieber? You guys like Justin <laughs> Bieber? You know? I hate th- oh, he's word. like, I got no game. But he was like, I got no game. But that's his game. Think like telling people he has no game. Yeah. So like, he's leaning he, further he into thought, it. He thought he was being smooth and like watching his old John Pringle ugly face against like young people's faces was even creepier. You know, like that's like to ask anybody if they like Justin Bieber is creepy already. But for him to ask it is just it was so weird. And he (laughs) kept saying it, though.
0: He's like, who's your favorite band? And they're like, band? Band? Like One Direction would be my answer. But then he's yeah. like, Justin Bieber? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, stop. Haven't you heard of the Justin Bieber being? <laughs> no, actually, I actually haven't. <laughs> so in case our listeners don't follow you, what, okay, what is your deal about John Pringle? Like you refuse to accept Well, some people find him attractive.
1: Why do you feel this way? I think it upsets me is because I think I'm <laughs> I think I'm a similar I think I'm a similar type as John Pringle. I have like a little patch in my beard right here I can't grow in and I have to grow the hair out to like cover it. So he has like a patchy beard. I think what upset me is that I've never walked in a room and had a bunch of girls like, who's that? Who's that man? Da, da, da. And all of a sudden this motherfucker walks in and everybody's like, Oh my God, I've never seen anything like this. Who is he? Oh my, who is he? And that's what upsets me. Cause I'm like, this is like, I'm either moving to Charleston next week because obviously I'll clean up there or so, like yeah. somebody's lying or somebody's lying because there is no way this fool walk. He's, he's fine. He's a handsome man. I'm an all right looking guy. Like I'm not great. I'm not ugly. I'm right there in between. And this guy is saying he's like the best looking thing that happened to Charleston in a long time. Like, are you kidding me? And like everybody's gone on, I had so many great people or great suggestions on what he looks like. And I think I forgot who did the meme uh, that compared him already to uh, uh, Lannis uh, Tyrion from game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage, (laughs) the little tiny person actor and Bam Margera from Jackass. Which is like a perfect marriage of that, but then other people like threw in some good ones. Like he looks like the brawny man, the paper yeah. towel guy. He's, not, <laughs> he's rough like that.
0: He's kind of hot. Yeah. And then when you talk, oh, to him, you just said he's kind of hot. What is it? What's wrong listen, with you? Are you? Listen, in the words of sweetie, like that's the my truth
1: type. It's revealed.
0: Listen, anyways, it's because no <laughs> oh, wow.
1: one. Wait, he wait, has, so so this this must be like you're talking to a supermodel right now. That's your type. <laughs> that i have like. I mean, this like I'm. Sorry, like I I probably a hair uglier than Don Pringle, but I'm in that same ballpark. He's just, like I, I I you know I, I I'm sorry. He is just not I'm not going to accept that he's like, you're not gonna hear my argument. Like you're not gonna I'm under- gonna hear it, but I'm just you've got my blood pressure up now. So it's <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: because number one in Southern Charm, the original one, we've had different girls. Like we've had Ashley. We've had that, what's that horse girl? Landon. We've had Landon. We've had (laughs) Ashley. (laughs) We've had multiple women, but we never get any new men. The last new man that we got was Austin. And- the only boy, thing yeah. that I think about, about Austin, is that he's like a mini freaking chef that literally got caught in a threesome and like lied about it to Madison's
1: face. Madison! And Madison, like, what are you doing, Madison? You're acting like an idiot right now. They play that clip. Madison. I'm so
0: surprised they didn't play that clip like on the last episode somehow. So it's like, ill. I couldn't even have a crush on Austin because of his behavior with that. So it's like, we have fresh meat. And obviously when we're dealing with Southern charm, usually except Craig, we're dealing with people who have like old money. So it's like, he's not ugly. He has money and he's fresh meat. So that's my argument. And maybe. Like See right that, that
1: pisses me off too. That pisses me off too, because <laughs> I don't have money. And that's where I'm like, fine. If I had money, I'd out Pringle Pringle. You know, like, yeah. I, I, I just, I need, to get that podcasting money that sweet sweet podcasting you're money that we you're, need to get. you're on the yeah. way you're yeah. on the way like you're i'm going to attack pringle one day
0: no wait don't attack pringle cuz it's going to be planned just like you settled your beef with John. <laughs> you settled your beef with John Pringle right here on the Bravo Wild Black podcast. You oh my God! Understand- you know what I'm going to do?
1: I I'm going to create this for women like you. I'm going to do a uh, pr- a Pringle of the Month calendar.
2: Right. And
1: I'm going to do I'm going to put John Pringle on a bunch of like different men's bodies. You know, yeah. like like those they do with those firemen calendars. And maybe I could sell that to all the John Pringle fans out there.
0: I wouldn't buy it, but you'll definitely get a like, because also I don't know where, (laughs) I don't know where John Pringle stands politically, because the only reason that Craig's not hot anymore is because he went live with Tammy Lauren in the middle of like a fucking civil war and him and Austin are proud about that. So that made them extra like to me. So once I figure out where John Pringle stands politically, because right now, Shep's looking pretty good, and Shep is an independent usually, but now he voted Democrat, and I'm like, ew, Shep is hot? Like, what's going on? So if I find I out like- that John Pringle is a Democrat, it's over.
1: I like that that's all it uh, – That's I like that when you're – I like that's what it What it takes in terms of, like, turning things around for people. If you yeah. fall on the right side politically, you're like, that <laughs> wow. is hot. Like, I like that. Same. That is hot, yeah. Yeah.
0: It once, if, even if I find out that he's independent Unlike fucking Leo Who literally fucking posted that She's Dude,
1: proud that, to that, be that, independent That was That, was a, like, that was a Leo. tough pill to swallow for me And I, I, I see what she, I, I think I understand what she's trying to say But I just like girl it's not the election for that it's and maybe you know like for I, that
0: people's lives are at stake it's like I, this is this is our thing we don't mind if you're republican we don't mind if you're independent we don't mind if you're democrat or if you don't vote but when it comes to this election specifically this we just have time. to get out trump like that's well
1: it. i think i think that's that i've had a lot of interesting conversations about this in the last year i think since i started this about uh trump and things and it's always interesting because it always seems like uh or at least you know is that a lot of people just don't have access to information you know and they're yeah. they're voting for a presence you know i've heard things like well he made me feel safe and he you know and i'm like wow he ma- he makes me feel the exact opposite and if you look into it this is why this is why this is why and i would love if i would talk to somebody that actually like you know based shored this up with facts or or even just flat out said hey i make a lot of money I do not want to pay these taxes. That's it's what I respect more thing. though. Like I would, I I mean, I would still be shake. Cause I'm like, well, you, he stands against a lot of the things that I support, but at least it would be a reason, but that mixed in with the, he encourages, um, Uh, conspiracy theories, QAnon, things like that. I just think there's no room for that. And especially we're in such a delicate point in our uh, America's history where there is so much information hitting you and that you have people that don't understand the difference between real and fake. And I think that's the scary part. So for me, it was a very clear, simple answer. And and I was like, the the last four years of my life have been some of the worst four, four years that I've ever had in my life. So just from every angle, for me, it was a real easy decision, and it was never about, uh, like there are things I don't like about Joe Biden. Yeah, but like yeah, I know yeah. one of them wasn't that he eats babies and that was like a rumor, <laughs> you know? I'm like, can we at least stick to like actual policies? Can we stick to it's, so, it's I can ga- money, I can guarantee but you. And I also, by the way, yeah, like his son's messed up. Yeah, he's like an addict. Like I, I have addicts in my family too. It's a messed up thing. Well, that kind of makes him stuff? more
0: real. But it's like yeah. we're comparing him to it's like, yo, do you want the dude that's kind of not perfect? Or do you want the guy that we had the last four? Four years you know that's not even like he he won by a lot he says like this is who you voted for the guy that
1: says he won by a lot he (laughs) argues he argues math like how do you argue math how do you argue math how do you you argue science and that's what i'm saying when you're calling math and science into question like math is about absolutes math is about end of what the, the fact that you're questioning math now is yep. like, that's a really scary place. Like you can question God I guess, or whatever, you know, but when you question math, like it's an absolute thing. There's right. And there's wrong. There's no gray area. And I'm not good at math, but that's what I like about math is that it's absolute. You can't argue <laughs> with it yet. He does. And I think that's a really scary is that there's no truth anymore. Truth is in the eye of the beholder. And that's exactly. what scares me. And you know, we got to move on, but I, I'll tell you. See, also, Biden is that I'm really excited not to have any of his family members on any of his boards. Any of mm-hmm. his like, I I do not need. I, I I don't need any like his family members are on like uh mm-hmm. COVID boards. Like what? Like why it's are like they I'm participating? Watching, I don't know if you watch Success
0: Succession. Oh yeah, I love, love Succession. Yeah, oh my love my god, yeah, it's there, we love it's, that show. It's just like that. Like, it, but in real well, life, well, but, but like there, but that too. family
1: isn't as yeah i think it's yeah they're more uh i guess Well, you know what but but they're they're more they're smarter than the i mean the trump's use they shore up that base and they rile them up but there's not a lot of like uh you know there's not a lot of poetry behind it like like there's not a lot of like donald trump jr will never say something that i'm like wow he said that beautifully (laughs) it's always like a blunt force object like being smashed against your head you know I feel
0: like these next four years, we should get our shit together to where we can go back to having a decent Republican candidate and having a decent Democrat yes. candidate. We should stop doing the let's vote the least of two evils thing. And we have four years to get our shit together and then I'll be fine where everyone lies politically, as long as they're not a fucking Trump supporter.
3: And you know, no
2: more celebrities. Just, yeah, no more celebrities. No more celebrities. <laughs> like,
0: I know that a lot of people want The Rock. I wouldn't be opposed to having The <laughs> <No>. Rock. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to having what The Rock he as he going
3: to do, president. sell us
1: a box water well, all day? He makes like, me feel safe. I, I'm, I'm scared that we are in a point where celebrities always going to win now over anything yeah. else, you know? Is that, like, we don't need to get into a habit of celebrity and the person that can push their message out like we have with social media and stuff. Like, do I need Kris Jenner running for office? No, you know, Mm -hmm. I I don't need it. I I don't need it at all. I, in fact, I don't want it at all. You know, Mm -hmm. I want people that, that respect and are honest about the history of this country and that actually have, um, there are decorum. I want to be bored by politics. I want to not be, I want to, I, I don't want, uh, I mean, we had even our secretary of state the other day, like, talking shit about the iranian minister you know Insane. getting into a twitter battle and it's like i'm not for the iranian like i i, I i'm not for uh the Iran, but, but also like, keep fuck, it behind the a, scenes a, like don't go a on fucking, twitter and shit on people a fucking twitter battle like I, I think there should be a rule that it's no ridiculous. politician uh once they get office should be able to have a twitter account like it's 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 very scary I go back to, to being twitter.
0: Yeah, it needs to go back and it at least it needs to progress while going back at the same time. I don't know how to explain it, but you know what I mean. I don't even know how we got to this conversation, but <laughs> let's go back to Southern Charm. <laughs> I just want to talk about Leva real quick. So Leva, yeah. I really love seeing someone who is of color on the cast. As you know, she's going to be the person to tell Catherine what the fuck are you doing once she commits her racist crime that they're going to drag her for, but we'll save it until it happens. But on this episode, we saw Leva put her Persian culture, you know, at the forefront. She had a Persian dinner for all of her friends, although she encouraged them to wear, you know, like, all the, the the persian traditional jewelry and dressing and all of that she was just like don't fucking show up like Aladdin i love that part that was hilarious to me and it um just hearing her story about how her parents had to leave you know the middle east to come to america and her culture shock coming to the south it was very similar to some of the stories on Shaza sunset so that was a cool connection and i also like what she said she was like Um, Because if you guys haven't been watching Southern Charm, Leva is Persian, her husband's Black, and their child is obviously mixed. She's like, I'm brown, he's Black, um, and let's talk about it. And she basically said, let's celebrate our differences instead of pretending that we're not different and I think that that's important to say because a lot of people especially white people especially these kind of white people are like oh we all bleed red it doesn't matter at the end of the day it's like no I'm different and you can like learn from me it was like a really good moment that it kind of like made me feel like okay this is what we need to move towards not just on bravo but in real life in general so that dinner was cool seeing all that was cool and i am loving leva because she stood up to cameron she's gonna drag catherine and she's showing her persian culture and talking about her interracial relationship and the problems that the deep south still has to this day so team Leva. yeah team Leva.
1: you got anything i love that that I love that this season of Southern Charm we are going to acknowledge a lot of this. That we are going to get to the Confederate statues. That we are going to get to Catherine doing the monkey emoji. I think these are really important things, and it was one of the reasons why I am on board with Southern Charm, and I am recapping it on uh, part two of my shows each week because I I'm ex- I'm in for that journey. Like I'm down. Like, and if I get to make fun of ugly John Pringle in the process, that's great, you He's know. But ugly, if I get but- to if I get to see them uh, learning, but if I get, I think that's an important thing. If we get to acknowledge this, I think that, I think education is huge. And if you mix it in with like these people being batshit and, and like, great, but like, it's all about knowledge it's all about um and i'm so i'm here for that and i think it was the only way southern charm could have gone right that's why i think it's going to be hard for vanderpump rules to come back because how do you explain where half the cast went over the summer how do you explain (laughs) the black lives matter movement and how stassi and Kristen fell into this how do you explain all of this stuff and you know i think that's uh you know, I think it'll be interesting to see how Southern Charm walks that line. And so far, I'm, 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 I'm kind of digging it, you know? Yeah,
0: and it's only like the, what, the third episode? but Third episode, yeah. Already, you know, they're, you know, getting to it. And we just want to tell you guys who have been watching Southern Charm New Orleans with us that we will not be, you know, posting about it every week as we have been. Well, we were only doing that because we're not watching OC this season, but now that we have Salt Lake City, we'll be, giving You're not out. <laughs> we'll be giving our attention to Salt Lake City, but we want you guys to finish Southern Charm New Orleans and then inbox us, comment on our posts, anything. Just tell us your opinions on Southern Charm New Orleans because it's a really good show. And it's like, what we want from the original Southern Charm, but they already have everything. They have white, black, LGBTQ, they have the important conversations. And this was all filmed before the Black Lives Matter reawakening movement. So yeah, Southern Charm. So and now to be we- honest,
1: I've never I've never watched it. I have to be honest. I never got I never got under the Southern Charm. And I saw you guys posting a couple of accounts posting on it, and it is now like, oh, I gotta watch it because yeah. everybody says it's amazing. But it, it was like do. it was something that wasn't on my radar at all and you know how those shows are though it's like now i'm watching everything because i'm doing this but before that like i wasn't watching dallas i wasn't watching you know like it's and i don't know if you guys are like me where it's like so hard to let i know this sounds silly but like you got to let new people into your hearts and mind when you watch (laughs) these things like sometimes you're full up and like you know that's why salt lake city was like a treat because it was like really enjoyable but but sometimes it's like like it's it's like hard. It's like work. I don't you know, want to you're like, get to
3: know any more people.
1: Yeah, it's like I still yeah, feel a way exactly. about you're Nini like not I'm coming full. Back.
0: It's like I, I still feel a way about Nene not coming back to Atlanta, uh-huh. but and I'm like freaking Latoya. I know her from YouTube. Like I don't want to see Latoya from YouTube on fucking real housewives of atlanta <laughs> and i don't want to see drew Sidor from that's so Raven on real housewives of atlanta i want
2: nini <laughs> okay but,
3: but to clear it up because oh i want to clear it up go. drew cedora definitely okay. gave me everything in that trailer
2: so yeah, i just want to say sure. that
0: yeah she I'm was like i'm from chicago bitch so like don't yeah. try me <laughs> so <laughs> i'm like all
3: right i didn't expect that at first because i was, I was used that. to actor drew cedora right. but now I got reality TV star <laughs> So it's a little bit different.
0: I'm just saying how I felt before that trailer. Now we have the trailer, like, oh, you, I was going to watch regardless. Like, I'm the bitch that I'm not going to stop watching something unless it's extremely offensive. Like, with Real Housewives of Orange County, I'm like, this is extremely offensive. Goodbye. But with Atlanta, I'm like, oh, no, NeNe, I was still going to watch. <laughs> but now I'm excited to watch because of that trailer. So with, I want to just put that out there.
1: Yeah. And that kind of, what, what, what does that come back? It comes back
0: December 6th, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Wow. Wow! Yes. So we're going to get to the conversation where we are keeping up with Ryan Bailey because your Twitter name is Ryan Kardashian, isn't it?
1: Well, it's, it's Ryan Bailey 25, but the head there is Ryan Kardashian Jenner.
0: Yeah. Why did you choose that? Uh, just because I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> just because I think that, I mean, I think they're ridiculous. They're a ridiculous family. And I just think it's funny. Like, kardashian jenner is i don't know it's so stupid like i mean for a time like during halloween a couple years ago i called myself ryan Booley. so it's like i don't there's no rhyme or reason except that it's just stupid and it's like something that's like sticks in my head of like being one of the kardashian jenners um and i just genuinely dislike some of the kardashian jenners so it just makes me laugh all the time i'm weird i don't know there's no real explanation there was no
0: real explanation (laughs) like it's unlike because you know there was this guy there is this guy I don't know if you heard about that one app. It was Quibi. That was like five minutes. Kirby,
1: Kirby, 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 Kirby Kardashian.
0: Yes. He had a whole show on it, and I was like, "This is Kirby's big break." And they're like, "We don't have the money for this shit." And I'm like, "How did you think? You thought that Quibi was going to work in the first place?" Anyways, Kirby made his entire <laughs> brand around I just like called you out. Wow.
3: Oh my god! Well, they're fucking. Didn't it happened so quick. I'm just like, didn't <laughs> I, I, I know. See? <laughs> Wasn't he just like, didn't he just have a commercial about Well, it? guess
0: what? There's no more quibby, so it wouldn't have worked in the fucking first place. That's and... going to
1: suck, though. That's going to suck to think you have your break. Yeah. <laughs> your big break. And Which I mean, that really does. Like, that's. commercial. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, mama, right. I made it.
1: And then like the entire
0: app is down. But you know what? It was too many stars. Mm -hmm. Like literally Kevin Hart doesn't need another show on another fucking app. I don't want to see him on anything else. Okay. So anyways, (laughs) (laughs) let's get back to Ryan. Um, So how did your podcast come about? Like when did you start doing this shit? How'd you get so big at it? Because you're like everywhere in like the Bravo sphere, but you don't just talk about Bravo. You talk about hot takes on pop culture in general. So when did you start your podcast? What made you start it? And like, how's it going?
1: I started, uh, I think a year ago last week, actually. So it's like, this is crazy. It's anniversary. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I didn't really make anything of that because I I usually make Yeah, But anyways, yeah, I came about, uh, I used to do a Kardashian podcast, uh, called realizing stuff, uh, for a couple years. And I really, uh, genuinely enjoyed the podcasting format. I had been a guest on a couple other podcasts before that, but it really like, it was kind of cool as a recap show of the Kardashians. Uh, I really enjoyed it and I enjoyed all the people you met because of it. Like, you know, you guys know you have probably uh, really good conversations with people. And it was like, uh, as a, um, as a. And I was going through a divorce and I, uh, as a, as a straight dude that like watched reality shows all my life, I didn't know, I know this sounds silly and old of me, but I didn't know there was all these people out there that liked the same things I liked. Like I didn't know about Facebook uh, groups. I didn't know about, and all of a sudden when I was going through all that stuff, I met all of these people that talked about the same shit I did that yeah. like talked about Aviva's leg and all this crazy stuff. And like, and I was like, Oh my God, these guys have been here the whole time. And, uh, and then the podcast the Kardashian podcast started from there. And I wasn't even a big fan of the Kardashians at all, but it was, that was kind of a fun take on it. And then that ended. And then I didn't know if I was going to, I didn't really think I was going to do anything, but I was like happy to guest on people's podcasts. And then my therapist uh, at the time was kind of like, Hey, that this sounds like something that you, that might be healthy for you that you would enjoy. And so I didn't think I could ever do a solo podcast. I didn't think it was in me. And, um, I didn't think I could, talk, but I didn't think I could talk by myself, which I have a lot of guests, but I, <laughs> it turns out I could, and they're way too long. They're like these, what I call long form podcasts. Cause I grew up on radio shows or like radio, like talk radio. I grew up on like four hour talk radio programs. So it's like that. Like, that's why there's timestamps. There's like a couple different guests per episode. I'll go into different pop culture moments, whether it's like making fun of Justin Bieber or something I found from Garth Brooks. And it's like a comedy show that sometimes gets into deeper things. I think if anything, you'll hear me learning as I go along. Like I did, you know, like I learned, um, you know, I learned so like during the black lives matter, the explosion in LA, like I learned so much that I had no idea about. And I'm not even ashamed to say that. I mean, I I was ignorant to the fact and, Through the Instagram audience and my friends on there and the podcast, um, I've been able to uh, kind of expand my horizons or even my uh, privileged limited point of view. And it's been so so like to that, even if the podcast never is like I already feel kind of like, wow, like this is such a cool second act for me where I didn't ever think and I sound ignorant right now when I'm talking about it, but it really does. It like, it It really opened my eyes to a lot of it. So that's why it started. I eventually will have to make them shorter because it's just so much time. Like it takes just so much time it to interview, to to edit it all together, to do the Patreon on top of it. But yeah. I, uh, I, you know, I even lost my job a couple of months ago because of COVID after like 13 years at one place. So it's all I really do right now. And, um, but it's been one of the most interesting years of my life. And I really attribute that a lot to the podcast and to the Instagram and stuff. I, I, you know, it, it really drives me. I am sure you guys feel a little similar, you know,
0: we just started ours literally like in like, I feel like June. Yeah. It was June that we started ours and we did our first one and it was just, we didn't even know about (laughs) guests. Like we were like,
2: what? People Our
0: first guest was like
3: weird as shit. Yeah,
0: it was awkward as fuck. And then people's, <laughs> more people started following us and I'm like oh my God, they're going to want more of these. And then oh, yeah. someone would be like, yo, when's your next part? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, what are you talking about?
3: I remember Our next the first pod. time we heard that he told yeah. me and I'm like, they want <laughs> to listen to what we they have They want to keep say. going?
1: Are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, it, it, I will say like, I surpassed everything. I like I surpassed what I had hoped to do in a year within like a month. And mm-hmm. like, that was insane to me. And then it, it's still insane to me uh, when it grows and stuff. Like, I'm like- it feels like the emperor has no clothes at some point. And I, I, or just like, I just, it's so weird because I'm like, well, anybody can have a podcast. You guys, I'm like anybody that listens to me, I'm like, you'll have your own podcast one day. Yeah. It's not a, it's not, I mean, it's hard, but it's not impossible. And I, I, you know, it's like, I feel like it's just exciting. Like I know exactly who I'm talking to when I do the podcast, I know exactly who I hope I'm, you know, who who I hope is listening. And it's just a conversation where unfortunately I'm the one doing most of the talking, you know, but it's like that. (laughs) It's like, that's the thing you want to, you want to have that conversation with that group of friends that you love. And like, that's what I picture when I do any of this stuff and like, when I get to talk to you guys or any guest, you're like, dude, this is a new opportunity for me to actually talk to somebody new, to make a new friend, to, uh, you know, make an ally to, and it's like, I would never be able to do this in my normal life. If Ryan, right. Bailey, so said, Hey, will you, I will also Ryan Bailey would never call. Like, I don't like talking on the phone. I don't like talking. Like when I don't talk on a podcast you can ask my friends. I don't like to talk. You can text with me or something or I'll DM with you, but I don't want to pick up a phone call and talk to you. And that's not just because of the podcast. It. That's how I've always been. No, yeah. Well, like it's like if this almost like gets I, I can hide myself and like still like act like a normal person and make new friends because old Ryan or Ryan in real life is not great at that, you know?
0: So you are, this is, this is like your, this is your brand identity right now. You are a straight man that watches
2: bravo
1: yeah it's a unicorn yeah yeah unicorn. you're a unicorn
0: so do you find yourself being more because the only straight men that i know that are like public figures that will openly admit because a lot of straight guys watch it but they don't want to admit to it anyways so like that will openly admit is jerry o'connell and michael rapaport so do you feel like you're a jerry o'connell or do you feel like a michael rapaport
1: uh, I like both of those guys. I don't feel like I'm any of that. And by the way, I don't even, I got to be careful even labeling myself straight, even though I am, because it's really not, it's not that big of a, you know, the only time it's been a big deal is when I sometimes feel like I'm encroaching on other people's territory, mm-hmm. because I believe primarily a Bravo audience and is, as uh, women and, and uh, uh, homosexuals in like the best way possible. Like, I feel like I'm interfering with something that is private to them. Sometimes like mm-hmm. I feel that sometimes I'm like, well, what do you know? You're a straight dude. Why are you here? Like, and like, I know that sounds silly, but like, sometimes I do like, it's like, I don't want that to, I don't know if I'm saying this correctly. I just, I just
0: yeah, don't want, to, you don't want to be like, Hey, I'm a straight guy that but watches, Bravo.
1: but also I'm like, let me, let me, can I, can I play with you guys? Can I be invited to the table? Can I, and that's really how I came about. This is like, I just want to be invited to the party. I don't need to be the person inviting people. I don't need to be the person. I don't need to be the Best person here. I just want to be a part of it. Like, I, yeah, I just you found want to a sense in, of community in it. Yeah, I want to be included. Like, I don't want to, um, and that's what I found. And everybody's been so, so nice, but it's not like I, I don't, it's, it's not like a straight guy in the sense of like, let me tell you who I want to fuck this week, you know, like, it's not like that. <laughs> Even though now I feel bad about the Leah thing, but, but I don't want to, well, fuck, I want, I, I want that, to make, though. I want to make love to Leah. I don't want to fuck Leah. So, um, difference. But, you know, it's not the sense of like a straight guy in the sense, because I don't like sports. I don't like th- These are my sports. So mm-hmm. like, this is where I'm. Uh, I don't even know if I excel at it. But this is where my knowledge lies. This is where I've trained all my life. I I watched these shows by myself before I even knew anybody was talking about them. I, you know, and now it's like well, maybe this is why, you know, if you believe in God and all that, maybe this is why I watch those shows so eventually I could have a podcast on this. Yeah, which that's is crazy, also but- how
0: we feel like we, well, for me personally, I'm like, well, I'm not really like, for okay, so I'm 26. So most of my life has been school. So then when I got out of school, I was just like, well, I don't like any of these jobs. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I don't like doing any of this shit. So I'm really good at, you know, like making people laugh. And then I also spent a lot of my time watching reality TV. So that's why we even made ours because of quarantine. And we've always wanted to creatively do something together. So we're just like, if not now, then when? And it's been going so good that it's just like, maybe this is why it happened. Well, like you said, like it's in God's yeah. plan. Possibly. I mean, and
1: also, you know, you, you I used to like say, like I've been like, man, if I like – you would watch, um, or I'm friendly with like Danny Pellegrino and Ronnie and mm-hmm. Ben and, or Laura Marie Shane Halls and Kay, like those guys. And I'm just like, man, I used to say to myself, like, I'm mean, like, wow, if I could, if I could make a living watching TV, like, cause like really at the end of the day, you went to school, like I went to school, but I went to school for theater. I'm an actor, you know, like, so I'm like, I don't have like like the, what I'm good at, like I can watch TV, like I can watch TV better than anybody can watch TV. Maybe not you guys, but like other people, (laughs) I'm better. I'm better. Like I can sit there for five hours at a time, not even get up. I can watch TV good. So if I could, I'm like, if I could find a way like, or not even find a way, but it was just like, I had that thought of, wouldn't it be cool if I could make a living at this? Never thinking that it could happen. Never even in a uh, and so it's really, really cool and weird that there are opportunities opening up now, where it's like, well, I'm not making a full living, but like there, are, there, there's a possibility of it. There's a, right. um, and that's like mind blowing because being mm-hmm. an actor, you're so used to rejection. You're so used to said, you're not the right person. You don't have the right look. You don't have this or that. So to be in something where you're like accepted a little bit, or you start to have a voice that. Like it shocks me if somebody says something that I said, and I'm like, "What? Like I said that? Why are you saying? Like I don't <laughs> <laughs> like I sh- like or like? Didn't you say this? I'm like, you paid attention to that? That's crazy, you know. But you start to like open yourself up to the possibility of well, well, like, well, why not me? Why, mm. why, why can't I do this? You know, like, well, you're you're already watching TV. You're already taking the notes. You already. Why couldn't you make some money doing this? Why? maybe you are good enough or, or unique enough that something could happen from this, you know, like you just never know. And, and I think a, after coming off, like so many hard years uh, and we're, we're currently in a really hard year, but it's nice to have a little hope. Um, it's nice to have a little hope. That's all I'll say, you know, and, and uh, you know, and I think I can cover that up and especially on Instagram, I'm really harsh with my jokes or I can be, uh, but in reality, I'm, I'm not uh i don't think of myself as an asshole i think of myself as like a you know really sensitive dude and and um it's it's nice uh, even if i didn't make money off this the community that we have, have a
0: community and an outlet
1: yeah. is worth is worth six figures you know and, and i think that um that's where you start and you see where you go from there you know
3: and i think it's so great too that you also bring that to the table um the fact that you're a straight guy and you're watching these shows in reality TV because I I believe it creates a sense of normalcy. To yeah, because there's like a people. stigma.
0: Around yeah, there's that. a
3: stigma where it's like, like, yo,
0: guys, is it gay to watch TV? <laughs>
3: i want to see somebody flip a table like
1: yeah by the way if you like any kind of art all of this you know i always tell all my like the straight dude friends i have usually gotta like like summer house is a good one to get them started with Mm -hmm. because it's like basic enough and people are getting shit canned wasted you know or like vanderpump rules season one it's like a good starter and then they can dip their toes into the housewives but like it's easy to make fun of because you don't know it and that's like anything in life anything in life that you don't understand you make fun of you elegance and that's what i find a lot of my straight friends will make fun of me or i'm the guy of like well talk to my girlfriend she likes that stuff (laughs) Uh, you know and that's like when i grew up like that's that's was like oh you you know my wife will like you you know or this so i would always be uh that's why i have like insane amount of friends that are girls because i would be the guy that would rather talk to them and i didn't know any sports statistics i didn't know or and i just didn't care like there was nothing if you want your thing if you want to get me to watch sports, make a reality show of it. Like they have a show on HBO <laughs> called hard knocks that follows like football teams. I watch that every season. And then I stop once it gets to the season. Cause like, I want, I love the format of a reality show. I love the format of learning about somebody else's life. I'm down for whatever, uh, any reality show there's, you know, I'll, I'll give a chance, you know, cause it's just the format I like, you know?
0: So as you said, you're not just a podcaster. You actually got into everything by being an actor. How did you get into the business?
1: Uh, I've been acting since I was a kid. I grew up in Kansas. Uh, I started acting when I was in like, like sixth grade or seventh grade. And I think it was like a, a, a church play. And I played like an old man, which is so funny, as like a sixth grader. And they 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 put a spirit gum beard on me. And I was like, this is the coolest thing that I've ever done in my life. Like, and I was like, when you oh know you I was like, oh my God, I look like an old man. And I look like a sixth grader with like pubic hair glued to his face. And like, at the time I was like, oh my God. And I was so nervous. I was so nervous, but I was just like, I really love this. And, um. To this day, I get still insanely nervous for anything I do, but um, but yeah, that that then I moved to Arizona because my dad got transferred, and that from uh, where where's the from original? Olathe, Kansas. Uh, I was born in Columbus, Ohio, but I didn't live there for like I lived there for like three months, Olathe, Kansas, and then Air Paradise Valley, Arizona, and I all of a sudden got moved from a small town to like a three thousand person high school, and the people that took me in as somebody that didn't know anybody, was the drama club, was the theater geeks. And they took me in. And, um, you know, like there's something to said for people like, you know, I was around all of these people that were doing this and I wanted to do this. And all of a sudden I remember auditioning for like the Shakespeare play my freshman year. And I was shaking with my, you know, (laughs) script in my hand auditioning. And I got put in as like a five line part and and it kind of just built from there. And like by the end of like senior year of high school, I was getting the leads and everything. And then I uh, had an opportunity to go to NYU, but I chose ASU because uh, I'm an idiot. And because my girlfriend at the time, my high school sweetheart went to ASU. So uh, I went there, but I got some love.
2: Ruins I your know. Life. <laughs> I was talking
1: about this with somebody yesterday. You do the stupidest things that your first love you'll do the stupidest things ever because you're not experienced in love and the way your heart feels. And you're just like, I've never felt like this before. This is insane. You know, (laughs) so you'll do anything. And uh, I went to ASU for four years, but I met a theater guy uh, named Marshall Mason, who was a huge New York Broadway theater director. And uh, he really helped me and like really got me taking it more serious. And then I ended up moving to LA and like, that's when kind of acting, uh, like I started with the Groundlings, which is a improvisational sketch group out here that a lot of like, like Will Ferrell and all those guys came through, but yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, but it's a life of an actor is not, I mean, I taught acting for 13 years. Like that's the job I just had to let, you know, got, uh, laid off from, you know, but you know, I've done like the office, how I met your mother, criminal minds. Uh, I just did, uh, Chicago, I just right like the week coronavirus, like the right before the week before lockdown, I had shot an episode of Chicago med in Chicago. And I flew back on a plane where like all of a sudden we were wearing masks. And then the next week we're in lockdown and I just shot something yesterday for the golf channel. I don't watch golf. So it's for the golf channel, but I know I had to go get a coronavirus test and like, you know, crews are all in masks now and stuff, but I, you know, that's like, if I get an acting job, like that's amazing, but it's not something I, I don't, I don't, think uh at this point like i'm not like i never did but i i'm not thinking i'm a star you know like i don't think that's in my cards but uh it's something that it's a good part of your toolbox like i can I, I'm a good actor you know like I'm a decent actor I've uh, unless you've seen me in a couple of lifetime movies and those are really bad but uh <laughs> <laughs> but I think like all lifetime
0: movies are like it, it really is yeah bad it really be is good Especially yeah somebody <laughs> Christmas ones like this is the oh, Christmas
1: I would kill to be in a Christmas lifetime movie that would be yeah. that I mean no but yeah so I mean like the life of an actor is it's really hard it's a lottery out here and that's why like I coach actors still and it's uh, it's hard because you're dealing in people's dreams. You know, like when you work with an actor, you're working with somebody that is either dumb or or realizes that they're going to sacrifice a lot of what you would call a normal life for this art or for this this thing inside them that says that they want to share with other people something that they feel about the world. Mm -hmm. And it's a really like, it's, it's a lottery. You could be the best actor in the world. Uh, You could even be the best looking person in the world. And it still doesn't guarantee you work in this town, you know? Um, And that's something that's, that, that is weird. So it's good to have things like this podcast and stuff. It's, it really, like I said, really, it's really renewed. Um, or reignited a passion in me that hasn't been there for a while. Of like, this is so cool, you know?
0: Yeah, that's like I was just going to ask you, like your biggest claim to fame, and when you said the office, like that you can't get bigger than the office. Not the
1: office. Yeah, okay. I want to know what. Episodes. No, that was Where, well. Was you it know, your head? Or no. were you working on it? Did you? Oh no, I was working on it. Yeah, I was an actor on it, and and uh, but unfortunately, it was in the last season after Steve Carell left. But what had happened was at the office, the casting office. Allison Jones, they brought me in for The Office a lot. And I had booked a role on it the fifth season, I think. And I booked it. Uh, I signed the comment, told my parents everything. And then they cut the part right before we shot. Oh they rewrote. God. They didn't. And oh. I was like, oh, and I had told my parents. I'd, and like, you know, the thing is like, well, <laughs> rele- relatives don't understand how hollywood works so they're just like do they hate you and they're like no it just <laughs> it just it just happens like maybe like you
0: should come home and go back to yeah, yeah yeah
1: it's like the show <laughs> the show uh oh god i have a, a friend that's like a producer on uh, a big uh cartoon actually like a big one and is it big mom, mouth no it's uh american dad like the uh, have, but dope. he's been american he's been on there for like nine years now and his mom even to this day will be like you know, you can come home anytime you want. (laughs) He's like, mom, I bought a house. Like I, everything's good. Like, you know Uh, but people don't understand like the, you know, how you make money and all this, but yeah, I, I got that part. And then they said, I'm so sorry. We, we, you know, but, but we're going to bring you back. We're going to remember you. We're going to bring you back. And I remember the last season, I think it was like the ninth season that had not happened. And I was like, well, that's, that's a shame. I really, that's one of my favorite was one of my favorite shows. And all of a sudden I got a call one day and they said, Hey, uh, we, you know, are you free to, to, you know, for the office? And I was like, yeah, like when's, when's the audition? And they're like, no, 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 we remembered you. We wrote something for you. Uh, you just have to come and do it. And I was in like two of the last episodes of the, uh, the season, but it was, it's really cool because it's like like they really do they really did remember you know like they really yeah. did they were like oh my god they weren't lying they, this time well they and they remembered my audition from the first one and they were like they were it was such a kind um group of people but uh yeah like no it was that was a real thing i'm trying to think uh yeah like any time i work as an actor at this point i feel like it's really kind of blessed uh, but I do a lot of voiceovers too, so that's like a whole nother thing that has nothing to do with my looks or. Like I, I can I can keep eating brie cheese in my bed with and do voiceovers, you know.
0: Yeah, like I fucking hate my voice, and even like I hate listening <laughs> back to our podcast. Oh god! And everyone's worse. like, it's literally fine. I'm like, I don't really want to re-listen to my own podcast or even our guest spots that much because I hate the sound I of my own it voice. voice. Down
1: yeah. So no, I. Like, <laughs> well, I. I I was on, uh, I take voiceover classes with like a really big teacher out here and I do it over, you know, Zoom now or not Zoom, uh, Skype. And uh, I, I got, last Friday, I got railed. Like I got like, she just took me to task. Like you're you're sucking, this is not Ooh. good. And I literally was like, I'll have you know, I have a lot of people that listen to my podcast and they think I'm fine. Like, you know, I'm <laughs> like, yeah, like
0: fuck you guess. and your podcast <laughs> it is funny
1: <laughs> so uh, what's
0: your biggest like bravo claim to fame because we've done some creeping on you and we oh, saw gosh. that you went to fucking Buku de beppo oh yes room at Buku de beppo please tell me what is your biggest like bravo claim to fame and then how that experience like at Buku de beppo was like tell us a little bit about that
1: i mean have you seen the face of god
0: That's what it was like. like That's what it was
1: like. No, I would love to. You know, oh, well, my, I mean, this this is a second close. I mean, my first claim of fame was I have a couple of lines in Vanderpump Rules at Tom with Lisa, me and Laura Marie Shanealls. We did, filmed a scene with Lisa, and that was like what? my original claim to fame. But this is, this, is
0: wait, wait, hold the fuck up! You're in Vanderpump Rules.
1: Yeah, so there's like a scene when they all go to like I think it's called. <laughs> Why is he Well, by over the way, it? wait, 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 wait. By the way, I'm I'm in a bunch of scenes actually because I'm in a lot of the. Over the mm-hmm. years, I've been a, a paid, like I've been a diner, they'll, they'll hire extras. And like, I knew somebody that worked on the show. So you'll see me sometimes in like eating, bad. like, you know, like I'll be eating in the background and they'll use the same shots in like multiple episodes. So I've seen myself pop up on like four or five episodes of the same dinner, but I did that. But then <laughs> there was, there was one time, there was one time, this was like two Christmases <laughs> ago. I got an email from my buddy that knows the producer and was like, Hey, do you want to do this? And I thought it was like another dinner scene. And I was like, Oh yeah, it'll be fun. Dinner yeah. Scene. Like, and it was, at, I was like, Oh, Tom, Tom, cool. Cause we usually do it at sir. And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, that would be cool. and, They said, I I, and I invited my buddy, Laura, who does a uh, Vanderpump Rules podcast, and we showed up and all of a sudden there was nobody there. It was like 5 p.m. And I'm like, I thought this was like a crowd scene. Like, why are we the only people here? And then they're like, oh, hey, what's up? And then they start micing us up and they started putting mics on us. And we're like, what is going on? (laughs) And they I mean, this is why, like, you can only you take reality shows with a grain of shot, a grain, uh, grain of salt it was on the episode where they all go to Cabo or like some Mexico vacation or oh, like, Oh no, it was the episode. It's called FOMO Mexico or FOMO in Mexico, I think. Mm-hmm. And all the crew left the weekend Tom, Tom yeah. opened.
2: <laughs> yeah, and,
1: and that's the one where Tom's like, Oh my God, there's a line down to mother load. Like, and there <laughs> like, yay. So it was supposed to take place the week weekend of that, but this was shot like four months later. And it was basically <laughs> me, Lisa, Lara, and, um, uh, who's the manager? Um, the guy. The good-looking black dude from the... Uh, the oh, the, the the bartender? No, the the guy. I mean, anyways, it was... Uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll remember. Anyways, so basically what they, they needed to do is that they needed, like, they were understaffed, I guess, is the scene. But, like, so Lisa comes up to the table and asks, like, you know how the vegan pasta is, you know? And Laura's supposed to like say this and I'm like, it's spicy, you know? And they they left it in the episode. But the funny thing is, they act like it's all busy. It was just the three of us in the restaurant and they just, and the funny thing was, I was like, I showed up and realized we had lines and I was like, oh my God, they don't even realize I brought the girl that makes fun of this, like on her podcast, <laughs> oh, it's just oh straight bub rules. And now we're pretty much trolling the show. They put us in the show that she what trolls do and uh it was great and then they let us like stay around when it finally opened and like we ate and drank there and and got (laughs) hammered but it was uh but lisa was very professional she nailed her lines we did the scene like three times and that was my original because i was like i couldn't believe it made it to air and i remember danny pellegrino and ariana texted me the same day because i guess i guess they get their advanced copies on the same day they're like guess who I just saw on the episode and I was like, we made it, we made it. Oh my God. And that was so like, I, there's a gif of us out there saying that I think somewhere, but, uh, but Buga de Beppo, um, was a similar experience in the fact that I, once I heard that Dorit was doing a Buga de Beppo room, I was like, that's the coolest slash stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. The fact that Dorit's taste would be in a Buga de Beppo it's, but It's
0: actually Capri, Italy, if you didn't know. How oh, Capri, you know, I,
1: the Capri room. Yes, I I, I so. but I always say Dorit's room because it's <laughs> an extension of Dorit's style. And I just thought it was the coolest. I thought it was the stupidest thing. And on my podcast, I would do this thing where I would do these fantasy sequences where I would say, you know, once COVID is over, all of us we're going to get a thousand person party bus and we're going to meet at a we're going to meet at a high school and we're going to get, and we're all going to load the bus. And then we're going to play our favorite, like Bravo celebrity songs. We're going to be partying. We're going to be drinking. We're going to be doing this. And it's going to take us an hour and a half to get to de Beppo because of LA traffic. And it's just going to be, and we're going to party. and we're going to get there. And I I always thought of it as like the big celebration. Like once we're all able to go there, we know the world is safe again and we just get hammered. And I bring Leah. And it was like all these like fantasy sequences (laughs) it would always be be me at like three in the morning in my bedroom (laughs) talking about this like i would just be so tired that i would just start saying the stupidest shit and um but when i got to go there uh it was it was amazing and the thing was like because you can't eat inside yet because of everything so i got there and i asked the manager you know like like if i could see the room and You know it's funny. It's like when you build up something so much in your head, and you think it's like the Sistine Chapel or something, and then somebody is like, you ask if they want, and they're like, yeah, of course. You really want to see that room? I'm I'm like, like, you're letting me in. I'm I'm like, it's gold. You mean like they're literally like, yeah, I don't care. Like, and (laughs) and then I went in there. I went in there, and I I I turned to her and I was like, can I can I can I have a moment in there? You know, and like (laughs) she she was like, she was like she was like yeah i guess you know and like and i would be me and my friend are in there and i'm like get a shot of me over here and then i like take a picture of me over here i'm like oh like and i'm like just like i'm just walking around and i'm almost like tearing up i'm like because like i was like and like she'd like ducked her head in. she's like are you guys are like you know you could just tell she was like what is wrong like, with what this guy doing? like and i because then i was like my friend was getting photos and i'm like no i don't like myself in that photo like i was being a real <laughs> Prima Donna and uh, um,
0: serious though, like it's the room. Like, did you get to sit in it, the it, chair that Brandy yes. sat in? And yeah, was I, like, it, I, I, I saw,
1: clip? I, I yes, it's a very magic. the energy coming off that the heat <laughs> coming off room. that chair is, but it, it's just so uh, I can't explain. It. I mean, you guys, if you've been to a Buga de Beppo, you guys know is that it goes from like the classic, stupid Italian kind of like red and white and yeah. the Pope's heads over here, and then all of a sudden you go like. If if you got, if anybody listening has like is epileptic, I do not suggest you go in there because you're going <laughs> to be so shocked from like the red to the bright white and yellow, you're going to have a yeah. seizure. Like it's like that shocking, and it makes no sense. It's yet yet I think it's so perfect. Like I love those things that make zero sense. And I remember tagging. To read in my stories uh that I was there and she immediately reposted it because I almost <laughs> like I almost think she was like, see, I told the manager I would bring business in. Literally I told everyone you. Everyone know, wants to go there. Uh, but I like, I like when you treat something like that's not like the the normal, like nobody at like if you if I explained this to my parents, they wouldn't understand it or the normal <laughs> average person. But to this audience, to the yeah. Bravo audience, it's sacred. And I think that's it it really does like we and we and and you this went with while Beverly Mouth. Hills
0: was was airing. I feel like that's what made it also. Yeah, I also I,
1: like you. I you also, had the perfect timing. I, it's like, oh I, my I, god. I also tagged Brandy And I was like I'm here Could you pop by Because I was like She obviously just drives Around the valley Looking for housewives Scenes to be in you know? Yeah she was just In the neighborhood Obviously <laughs> We couldn't yeah.
0: wait To fucking ask you About that Like I had that In my outline As soon well, as then, I then I, was
1: like, I was like Hey is there merch <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, <laughs> I was like I was like I'll buy Is there merch Is there like Could I buy something Like I I was like What a missed opportunity Like I'm the I'm the idiot That like If they had real Housewives ac- action figures I'd buy them You know like I That's where I think My straightness comes in of like I want toys man I want <laughs> I want toys I want like those little pop figures of like the Vanderpump rules For like sure. I get Funko. so excited that like it's the holidays again because like a couple people sent me ornaments last year um, uh, and I'm like I gotta play with those again you know speaking I'm- of the
0: holidays I'm so glad you brought it up because um, in these last few podcasts we've been talking about the holidays because I was born I'm going to tell the story every time <laughs> I was born <laughs> two days before his baby jesus um i was born (laughs) december 23rd and i am a holiday baby through and through but everyone knows not to give me a combination present because i don't get anyone else a combination present um so we are going to ask
1: you about (laughs) by the way that sounded insanely threatening the way you just said it was well you see
0: i don't i'm not i'm not shy about it like don't give me unless they're giving me like a car then you cannot combine two presents into one i don't really know cool you are so i like to ask people holiday themed questions and that's what we're gonna do i respect that <laughs> so now you know halloween is over no one really did anything for halloween if you did you're kind of a shitty person so for thanksgiving what is your favorite thanksgiving food
1: uh there okay so my ex used to make this and now my now my mom does but it's 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 meat stuffing so it's stuffing it's like with sausage sausage. and meat Mm. and like it is so insanely good warm cold whatever like stuffing in general is just dope but like this meat stuffing really blows me it's like where i'm like I like, I would ask for it to be made just as the meal itself. Like, I'm like, I'll just eat the meat stuffing. Like the meat stuffing was, and it was something that I had no idea even existed until uh, my ex. And I was just like, this, this is amazing. You know, like, so that, (laughs) and a close second is my mom makes this pumpkin cake thing where it's like a, like a, like a, like a cake, kind of like like a hard cake bottom, like a hard cake, and then it's it's hard to explain. I'll I'll send you guys a picture at Thanksgiving when she does it, but it's oh, like hard. it's not a pumpkin pie; it's a pumpkin cake. It. But it's not soft. It's like it's hard to explain. She just calls it pumpkin cake, but it's really really. Uh, is there like a really glaze addictive.
0: over it or something?
1: There is a, but it's mainly about the crust underneath it. It's like a mixture of like uh, pie, cake like and- pie crust with, but like mixed with like nuts and like, and then mm-hmm. you have like the pie and then you put nuts on top of that. And it's just like, the crust is just so special. Like, it's just really good. Well, <laughs> I'm even like a guy that loves us. Like um, the, the green beans and the junk. The casserole. The, yeah, the Green the bean, bean, bean casserole. casserole. <laughs> it's called green bean junk, green bean junk. <laughs>
0: green bean junk. Okay. So since you have been to sir, and you've been to Tom Tom and you've been to Buca Beppo, we're going to have you make a Thanksgiving meal out of things only from sir tom tom and Buku de beppo i can do
1: it um oh i mean we didn't doubt you <laughs> he's like <laughs> yeah. i can do it yeah, yeah um okay well so i guess thanksgiving would be my favorite things you know and i guess i'll throw in i'll throw in the goat cheese balls even though it's not my favorite but my mom but really liked popular. it when she went it's popular so we'll throw it in there but we won't we'll add they only give you three goat cheese balls per order which is just like who does that? It's such a rip-off. And like it's you got If you two people, two and two, like you get three. Like <laughs> you're splitting a goat cheese ball down the middle. So I would do that as like some kind of appetizer. Right. Um, and then of course, then when you go over to Tom Tom, they have these um vegan buffalo uh um, cauliflower, um vegan buffalo. Buffalo cauliflower wings, I think, or it's like, mm-hmm. it's weird, but it's like really good. It's like weirdly good. And they have this thing I would want to put on there where it's like their version of the, um, um, Taco Bell, um, uh, Crunchy. Oh, they Supreme love Taco Bell. F- it, it's like their version of the Crunchy Supreme Raph, F- but it's like actually really, really good. And so those would go on there. And then I think you got to go over to Bucca de Beppo, um, over there. And I, I, I got to just tell you, I can't differentiate their food at all. It's just like a bunch of salt. So we get (laughs) like a tray of their lasagna.
0: Their lasagna and their mozzarella squares are like, listen, listen, (laughs) because they, they deliver. And I've been eating a lot of Beppo. And that's why I felt seen when Dorit, I had a room there and i was like god i wish it was hollywood florida instead of hollywood california <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's who we
0: live at in florida but like they i've had the the fucking mozzarella triangles delicious a1 and the little lasagna and it's like it's better than olive garden i thought it was just going to be like just like olive garden but buco de beppo is like when you actually want to like put on a dress shirt i feel <laughs> well, wait,
1: wait, wait. <laughs> it, well but wait bugadababo is where you want to put on a dress shirt but you will not fit into that dress shirt on the right. way out exactly. like the, the size of their portions it's like it's like it's the size of the, the size of my podcast it's like overpowering it's like, <laughs> we, we don't need this much there's no need for this much we are taking home like so many leftovers but yeah i mean bugadababo i don't know like i don't I mean, we had a couple things that night when I was there on the outside patio and it was like, it all tasted very salty, but I was happy to be out. You know, I was happy to be in public, um, in a safe way. Uh, but, I mean, but yeah, remember,
0: like, you said you can do it. So you have to choose something from who uh, <laughs> I have
1: that. No, uh, I could, I really want to try to think, you know, maybe the chicken piccata, cause it's not, okay. it's not as heavy as you know, like I just started feeling full when you were talking about the cheese squares and the lasagna. So I was like, <laughs> I
2: started getting hungry.
1: <laughs> I know. God. Yeah. It's it's time for one of my feedings almost. Uh, <laughs> <your>
0: feedings. <laughs> okay. So you said the goat cheese balls at, sir, you go over to Tom Tom, you have vegan cauliflower wings. Yeah. Then- and
1: the- and the tostada, th- the thing, the yeah, thing go yeah. like
0: Taco Bell us thing, and yeah. finish it off with some chicken piccata. That's and then for, awesome. for and then
1: for dessert, I would say the uh, the pump-tini because they put so pump-tini. much fucking sugar in that thing. They like literally. I gotta warn anybody: once all that stuff is open again, do not get the Pumptini. You act like you're, like, you think you're having a good time. You will wake up with the nastiest hangover, and you're like, I'm not kidding you. There's like a pound of sugar in those drinks, and they will met like some of the. Worst hangovers of my life and other people's lives that I've talked to has been at Sir and Pump. They way you get caught up in it. the
0: hype, though. They way over. Oh yes, very Sir exciting. Sir and Pump. So you see
1: the, the magic happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: like, that, that's what. I... <laughs> that's what I hope will eventually happen. Like we get big enough to get like invited to California. It's not just like. Yeah,
1: that's see. That's the dream is to get all of you guys, like the people that live out there, like to get. That's why I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if BravoCon if it ever happened Again, is in LA, and then mm-hmm. everybody can come out here and we can all hang cool. out, you know? Exactly. Like, that would be awesome. Bravo, Connette, sir.
0: Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> that sounds a little ghetto-y thing about it. <laughs> but the- I mean, <laughs> party.
1: People app- really don't understand. It's really all in the same block. It's the circuit. All three of those restaurants are within three blocks of each other, you know?
0: Yeah, like I saw when Ariana Grande was celebrating. Um, yeah, she drove by bump, yeah, she was by. But- and I was like, oh, I got to tell people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you talked about that. Like it is, it's one of those things. It's like you, you get so proud when the thing that you like is featured in a mainstream way. The whole when 50 Cent and yeah, when 50 Cent, I'm like, see, this is the show yeah. I was telling you about, folks. And like,
0: it never gets mentioned in the yep. same Simpsons. And then when That it 50 happened,
1: Cent it Lala like, thing should be a national holiday. Like it, they really, like they should, the ce- should celebrate that every year.
0: Andy Cohen is very like amused by it too, because he's cool with 50 and he's cool with Lala. But every time 50 comes on watch what happens live, he asks about
1: Lala and I'm like, you Why to, are you still did you see how he, it? so I loved how he, did you see the watch what happens live with the real housewives of Salt Lake this week with all the yes. cast members? It, it was really funny to watch Andy try not to laugh at certain times because he, <laughs> he, he, could, he could tell. He's like, oh, we got magic. This is good. You could see he was being relieved where he was actually yeah. like, oh, good, this works, yeah. you know? Thank God they're Special- not born Yeah, because oh. it was like a
0: whole year after they announced it. They have, like, they've been filming for years. Like, babies <laughs> have been born. They have footage from, like, 2018 or some shit. Yeah. On Salt Lake City. Okay, wait, so- did you guys,
1: you guys, wait, I, you saw, you were on that, uh zoom with the premiere thing.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I saw it at I the drive in premiere and I was watching it today taking notes. They cut a couple of the scenes that I actually saw. Did you guys see like did you guys have the scene where uh Meredith's husband like had the son plant roses everywhere?
0: Yeah. We had that scene and um but
1: well, I noticed it wasn't in the episode that I just watched to take notes on. So did some things not make it to air?
0: Yeah, I think it's because of like the time limit since it was like a yeah. super sized one. And also they, when like, he
1: made fun of Prince, when he was saying like, Who's Prince? Yeah, like the, the son it, said had that some it golden in the... moments
0: in there. Right. It wasn't like yeah. he didn't make it to the main one. I think
3: because the show didn't last another an additional like like five to ten minutes because it... Usually it's off at like 10. an hour. Yeah, it was, but it was still so like super 10, 10, 10, 10, 10,
1: 10 09. So maybe we'll see that next week before the first one. We'll have the never before scene. and then moment.
0: we'll feel like we'll feel like we know something. Like guys, all of this. Well,
1: <laughs> I, just, I just got confused because I take notes on all this stuff, and then I'm like, "Am I? Did I miss something? Like I, I start to mistrust myself. Like, oh my <laughs> god, did I just zone out completely? Like I, I, and then I was like, "No, it definitely wasn't in there. Exactly. No, it's just that you had exclusive information.
0: <laughs> right? <We're> Bravo! <laughs> Hashtag is. Bravo! I gotta find out how you
1: guys are getting on those Zooms. That's what I want to get on. I, I want to <laughs> like. I I gotta get on those Zooms. That's, that's. Oh yeah,
0: I have to tell you guys. I was also on Watch What Happens Live. So, you
1: know, no, we'll See, but, I, but,
0: I, but,
1: I, I I put in for that months ago or whatever. I, nobody even like ever taught, and I, I I was like, okay, uh, I I think I might have made somebody mad over there. I don't know. <laughs> you'll
0: go up on one day, Ryan. Don't worry about it. But me. I was on there and <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you a Christmas gift and a birthday gift as one gift so I'm gonna keep you ass
0: <laughs> it was fun it was with um Kern and the Duce Sloan and I got picked to ask a question it was like the best day of my life I was she so nervous the best question yeah ever. like uh, my question was guys if you can go back I don't know yeah it, it aired right after potomac so I'm like oh excuse me sorry I'm after Potomac. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck all of you. I'm famous. So <laughs> my question was: do you think that George and Kellyanne Conway had sex on election night? And uh... what do you think of their relationship? And say like looked at me and she and was, she like, was like, Um, I don't like to think about Kellyanne Conway, you know, she's creepy. And then like, I saw like after they aired it, cause me and my mom were watching it. I'm like, mom, look, it's me. This Bravo shit, it's working.
1: Were and you nervous?
0: I was actually really nervous, but then yeah. I also feel like I'm a star. So I was just like <laughs> ready for it. So, uh, and then they were like, cause you can, the whole process is crazy. And for some reason they use Skype instead of Zoom. So I was like, we're going backwards, but okay. I'll re-download Skype. And then you talk to the producer and then you talk to the other people that are on there and they choose two people to um, ask a question. I did you guys have to
1: fight? Did you get, did you be like, I'll do it? Or did you? They, <laughs> no,
0: they, they were like, um, I forgot. I think his name was Greg or George. Yeah. they were like George and Kaya, you guys are asking questions. And then they gave us the questions to ask. And then I was like, okay. And then we did a practice round and then they take us to another room on Skype And the two... two, Another robot's... You can't hear anything. You can see Andy. You can see um, Andy next to the robots. The TV screens that the guests are on. You're watching the show go on. And then they're like, oh, in act two is when you have your questions. So I'm like, okay, act two. I'm like dabbing my face, making sure it's not oily. And then they're like, okay, Kaya, you're on. And then Andy goes... Kaya has a question. I'm like, he knows my name.
1: That would, then, that would be insane. That would yeah, be really
0: That's cool. why I posted that whole jingle all the way clip. I was like, he knows my name. <laughs> Andy Cohen said my name so I can edit it in literally anything. Andy saying Kaya. So then like I asked the question, she answered the question and and then it was like, okay, we're going to commercial. I'm like, yeah, commercial guys. (laughs) (laughs) They did like act three where they were talking, you know, Karen went in on Giselle, Duce talked about her movie. And then they're like, thank you so much. You guys did so good. And they're like, George and Kaya, you guys did perfect on your questions. And I'm just like, yeah, I know. Thank you. If you ever need me again, I'll be here. And that was like,
1: amazing i liked if you expected you're like are you gonna let the other people go and me stay or like how do we do this like, <laughs> yeah I, mean- I was
0: i was literally in the room while other people had already logged out i'm like okay how'd i do and they're like okay <laughs> you guys can like log out i'm
1: now. uh is there any notes i'm up for constructive criticism uh yeah, yeah.
0: i literally yeah. messaged them and was like if you ever need me again at
1: any time. <laughs> I used to know. be one of the uh, talking heads on TMZ on the, um, <laughs> uh, you know, the TV show they do, you yeah. know? And I, it would be the same thing of like, you would do it on Skype and then they would be like, okay, Ryan, you, like, you you would get like, in the morning you'd wake up and they'd give you like five stories and you would choose which ones you wanted to do and then they would get you one or they'd give you one like right before and you have to like think of some stuff to say and and uh and then they would get you on and you would hear the harvey and 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 those guys talking and then all of a sudden they'd be like okay you're on and then you'd have to say the question real quick and then you'd have to wait to see like sometimes harvey would like say something and you'd have to be ready for that and sometimes it'd be like okay moving on you know
0: yeah, they told me they were like, um, ask them how they are and say whatever you want. So I was like, <laughs> um, hi, how are you? And then she's like, hi, Kyle. And I'm like, yes, this is going great. I asked my question and that was that. But anyways, back to the podcast. I but just by, the way, tell but you by the way, that's
1: see, this is what, these are called building blocks. These are like things where it's like when you become super famous, when people track you down, like then they'll be like, wow, it all started with the podcast, yep. with the to the podcast—that's what know, we do—to watch what happens live. To this, to this, to this—is that there's always a trail of things that somebody's like some uh, some overnight success always has a trail of work behind. Yeah, them, like you know? they,
0: she's been there somewhere. Like me and Aaron, like we always go back to, oh my god, we were literally in our beds respectively yes. saying we should start a podcast, and now we're zooming with Potomac. We're zooming with see, in that, Salt see, Lake City. We're on Watch What Happens Live. It's just like I know, I. Know Never nothing.
1: Nothing is. Well, I mean, not, I, things are impossible. But you, you nothing <laughs> is impossible. Like you really do. Like it's. It, it's important yeah. to set goals. It's important not to say no. At our heads. I think we're so negative. I am myself. I'll. I'll down talk myself all the time. And it's important to realize that like these things can happen that, you know, like these things, like have dreams, like go for your dreams, like put it out there. Cause you never know. And the, the thing is like with us, like, I, I, I feel the same way is that like, we're doing good, man. But like, we're staying ready. Like we're staying mm-hmm. ready because when, uh, like some amazing opportunity, uh, happens, we'll be ready. Like we'll be exactly. ready. Like, don't, don't, uh, don't get ready. Stay ready. You know, like yeah. always be at this <laughs> moment. Always be at this moment because you never know what's gonna knock on your door tomorrow, and you got to be ready to say yes to it, you know?
0: Yeah, and it's crazy because we're doing all these things just
1: from the internet, yeah. like from social media. I know, from like, I know. An Instagram. I so, mean, somebody sent me a sweatshirt the other day. I was like, I got this sweatshirt because of Instagram, exactly. <laughs> like, <this> is- like <laughs> we got
0: free masks from shout out Gold Half Moon Co. Everyone, I love oh, Kay, K- it's the K- best
1: is a a goddess among women exactly
0: and she sent us free masks and i'm like wow i'm an influencer but okay so we got to get back to (laughs) (laughs) the christmas the holiday portion now your 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 question for christmas is like what's been your best christmas gift that you had either as an adult or even as like a child
1: uh, gosh, Um uh, my, that's a really great question. Um, you know what, by the way, that's another podcast thing is that when somebody throws yeah, you like off, like, like that's a really great question. Like anything that makes you think you're just like, and it's shocking that yeah. anything makes like, you let's think...
0: just like kill the it... dead air. <laughs> like...
2: no,
1: I, I gotta say the Christmas, uh, not last Christmas, the Christmas before that it was the Christmas after my divorce and, um, my my parents were just i there was no specific gift it was just that there was like it's hard to explain but there was just i remember i got this really nice blender and it (laughs) was just one of those things of like okay well i'm gonna be all right you know like i remember that moment
0: weird (laughs) i remember that moment
1: of like okay like I, i was so nervous about christmas morning because it was so new without my ex and um it turned out to be okay. And it wasn't any one gift. I mean, the blender was insanely nice and I couldn't believe it. And I think my parents knew that I probably needed something like a little nicer or something. And, and uh, I don't know, like that, that Christmas will always stand out to me because it really scared me, you know, but um, yeah, I, I, i should uh i don't know and also last year a lot lot, 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 last year was really cool because i just started the podcast and a lot of listeners sent me ornaments for my little tiny tree you know like and i i I put up a tiny tree for the first time last year i'd never had my own tree and um i got to decorate it with like bravo ornaments and stuff and that was another Mm. thing that i'll always uh i'll always remember and i can't wait to to put it up again because i i said last year i was like i I never that was like up. the Christmas spirit guy. I never was that guy. And, and I said last year, I was like, I think I want to try. I think I want to be the Christmas spirit it guy. It makes you, especially and in it,
0: 2020, it makes you feel so you much better. Like especially it really, the, it really music, helps. The, the movies, the music, everything like lifts your spirit. So what's your favorite Christmas song?
1: There is a mashup of... Uh, <laughs> you knew this there. one at least. <laughs> I did, I did. I was fascinated. I, I play a lot of mashups in my podcast and there's a mashup of... Marilyn Manson and Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You, but it's mixed with beautiful people. So it's like, all I want for Christmas, the beautiful people, the beautiful people. Like, it's like this really intense mashup, but it made me laugh so hard when I found it and I put it at the top of my podcast last year and I cannot wait to play that again because so many people were like shocked that it even existed and I was shocked too. But that is my, that and um, there's a, uh bruce springsteen um santa claus is coming to town version a live version where clarence clemens the sax man uh the the he was like an amazing saxophone player that passed away a couple of years ago and i remember this live version from a kid and he's always like you know hit it clarence you know and i always thought like i always loved that song and that this moment in this song and that always sticks with me too uh i always play that at christmas
0: Oh my God, we love Christmas. Well, I love Mm -hmm. Christmas music, but you do, you you love certain Christmas music, especially like the Destiny's
1: Child. Christina Aguilera's Christmas album. (laughs) See, like that's where I'm not, I'm not versed. Like this is like, this is like a little bit of the straight man. I mean, I'm not versed in like, I don't know, like all like the pop singing. I I don't have the 98 degree Christmas album and I don't have the, and by by the way, I just probably wouldn't listen to it anyways, but I love it when it's on at somebody's house or something. So it's something I need to, uh, to strengthen, uh, to, to get into, but I would like, I, I'm trying to think like, we do need like I think it's just so idiotic that Lou doesn't have a Christmas oh, album. A
0: Christmas song. Yeah. Like Or like, I mean, wh- how
1: idiotic she, she corner the market. Like right now, if you put out a Luann Christmas CD, like next week, it would sell, it would do really like decently it. in this year uh, alone. Like it's just like a yeah. dumb business move that she hasn't, you know?
0: I don't know. We need to speak to her manager, her PR, or something. You know, sometimes Diva. sometimes she responds to us. So maybe we'll suggest it in her comments. Yeah,
1: she's like liked things I've done or something like that, but I can't get
0: any meaningful I can't, I can't. I can't
1: get the follow. I can't get the. <laughs> she's know, too famous. Though.
0: You, If you want to follow, you got to go to Sonia. Sonia follows everyone. <laughs>
1: oh, I think I've upset Sonia along the way. Like she'll like myself, but she won't like follow me. And I'm like. Oh, sorry something's up here so you know yeah, she follows know- us like, you said something. i know I, But wait wait <laughs> th- does leah follow you guys
0: yeah well no leah doesn't follow us but sonia follows us um ashley from potomac follows us
1: Dang. i think
0: yeah monique follows us freaking bravo itself follows us I'm glad.
1: uh, I'm glad Ashley doesn't follow me though, because I feel horrible. I I would feel uh, horrible (laughs) making the Michael Darby jokes. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what
0: also like puts us like puts me on notice and like censors me. Is that okay? Some of these people follow me and they're real people, so you need to calm. I know. It's
1: like (laughs) that's why it's like hard. Like it's like if I knew some of these people personally, it would be a lot harder to do the jokes I do. You know, because I at the end of the day, I don't like. It's I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, so it's like sometimes I don't think about them as real people. Think about them as characters on my favorite yeah. shows you know it's like we can make fun of people on succession like it's like if those people were real I'm sure they would hurt their feelings you know I
0: can't wait until that shit comes back especially when push Pusha T came out and he made like oh and they do I, I, you know, I, the, I, I, I
1: listened to I I played to that casually. I played that on one of my podcasts one time because I was like How oh my god playing,
0: look, like look what music they music on your podcast do you have to pay for it? are you doing this illegally?
1: I don't, I think there's it? a, there's a bad connection. I, I didn't oh, hear. Okay.
0: Yeah. So anyways, we'll go into our, <laughs> we want to go into the last part of our podcast. We have a special treat. You know, we have some bad news to deliver. If you haven't heard, you guys probably already heard. Rest in peace to Alex Trebek. He was Marvelous. a staple in everyone's house. Black, white, it doesn't matter. Even people who don't even speak English You know, there was a guy who talked about how he learned English from watching Jeopardy. He's passed away, succumbed to cancer, but we just have so many great memories of Alex Trebek. Um, We want to play a little bit of, since you're on Bravo while Black, we gotta do some Black-ass shit, right? (laughs) So we're gonna play Black Bravo Jeopardy. We have a few questions for you. It's not gonna be too hard. You ready?
1: Yeah, I'm ready. All right,
0: this Housewives star... Was named after what fast food chain?
1: Uh, who is Dr. Wendy Acefo? Is that there? Is uh, <laughs> yes! Yes! You got it
2: right. Yes! Okay. That's what I made,
1: the jo- I made the joke this week. Wouldn't it be so funny if Wendy was named after Taco Bell, like whatever dad worked at Taco Bell? And so her name was like, you know, Chilupa. Taco Bell Acefo. Yeah, like <laughs> Gordita Acefo, you know? Okay,
0: so Wendy has blank degrees.
1: What is four degrees? Ding,
0: ding, 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 ding. yes <laughs> okay so we have we have another level for you it's a little bit harder now <laughs> Portia Williams is a descendant of this civil rights leader oh it's in her name it's in her hint it's in her name Portia
1: Williams, uh, Williams. <laughs> Is this a daily double? I is don't this know. a daily double? No, it's not a daily
0: double. It's just fucking
2: answer
1: the question. <laughs> Dang it! I did. The last name
0: is Williams. Are you googling? Yeah, Ryan, look at
1: I, the damn camera! Are you groaning uh, right now? <laughs> I was, I was, not, I was,
2: no, I was going no, no. Williams. Josea no, Williams.
0: <laughs> it's Josea Williams, but you did not get the point because I don't know. I
3: did not. If do you that. were really on Jeopardy right now, Are you fucking you would kidding be gone? me?
0: And I let your head down go down for too long, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> it just came to me. Is he literally? Gloomy?
1: I did know the Doctor Wendy. I did know the four degrees. There was okay. no, and you guys know that.
0: Okay, and now you're still in, you know, the second level. You failed that question. but
1: I'm this not going to get this right. one either. I, no. no,
0: you're going to get this one right because you're very well versed in Vanderpump Rules. You want to do it, Aaron? Okay. Um, Faith
3: was the second Black woman to appear on Vanderpump Rules.
0: Who was the first? We'll give you a hint. She was a singer and a friend to Sheena Shea.
1: Dude, I, I, why am I blanking on this? No, I don't know. No, <laughs> make, oh, please, you guys don't do this to
2: me. Wait, <laughs> uh, wait, just
1: think a right. A... I can't, I can't, I
2: don't
1: have it. I don't
0: have it. It was Tina. <laughs> you don't fucking remember <laughs> Tina? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I
1: have to get his ass. <laughs> do not. Okay. Oh, my God, he's crying, guys. Sorry. I do, I'm so ashamed. I don't, and I'm not good on the spot. I'm not good with pressure. I guess i either. More, That's why I love putting this. Uh, more Potomac okay, so questions. You put you more guys Potomac. On the spot. <laughs> more Potomac. Yeah.
0: Okay, fine. I'll I'll make up a Potomac question because you're going to feel this last yeah, one It's a
2: Married the last to
0: Medicine related. One. Yeah, it's a Married so. to Medicine one. So <laughs> uh. you're going to feel it automatically. But it's like on Married to Medicine, um, there's two, there was two friends. It was Quad and Mariah. Right. And they used to say, Miss Quad, Miss Quad, she got it, she got it. So we were going to have you finish it, but you don't watch Married to Medicine. So there's no way you could have known. So I'm going to make up a specific question on the okay. spot. Okay. Giselle wore a t-shirt to her press conference
1: with Karen. What was on the back of the t-shirt? Okay. Well, it was good talking to you guys and we'll uh <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember I don't I suck. I suck. I suck. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ryan is the I don't, worst. I think I we're gonna keep it. Guess. We told yes. you. Wait. No. 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 I. I say keep. Please keep it. Please keep it. I. I give you it's full so permission. Funny I, it's
0: funny. Not. I'm so
1: ashamed. You. I'm so. I. This is well. Okay. We so you,
0: you got two out of five right, which is like two out of four.
2: Yeah.
1: It's two
0: out of four episode. right? You failed, but. Guess what? You don't get a prize. Good thing because we didn't have a prize for you. I was like,
1: <laughs> I, I was gonna get really upset if there was a prize. I was gonna
0: get. Oh well. That, yeah. it
1: was, was,
3: was, was an amazing
0: prize. prize. Five the, prizes. Best prize ever. I swear to God, I've never had a better <laughs> prize. But now you have punishment. Your punishment is that you have to watch Southern Charm, New Orleans. That's not a punishment. That. That's. And you have to watch at least some of Married to Medicine.
1: I'm down with both of those. I'm not. That's not, e- that's that's not even. That's that's not even a punishment. That's not even a punishment.
0: Yeah, that's your sentencing for not winning Black Jeopardy, that's white man. I mean, I'm <laughs> I,
1: I, I'm pa- I'm part of the problem. I am part of the problem. No, I'm ashamed okay. of myself and my ancestry. This is this is my my it's ancestors. Okay. My ancestors didn't know these answers either, and yeah. I'm ashamed. And no, no is- I, I thank you funny as hell. That was your good sport though. But by the way, you think it's like a, you think it's like a, like a good sport. Like I'm fine with it. I'm stupid all the time. Like my podcast <laughs> is literally me like admitting I'm stupid for four hours. Like there's not, that's not like, a, that don't be a shock to anybody that's listening because of me on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, by the way, when we start this game, I know people at home would be like, he's not going to know it. Like I know <laughs> they would not have, he's not going to know it.
0: Well, but what? Now that I gave you the answers, do you remember Tina? Though remember, of course, when, like yes. she was friends with Sheena, and like
3: she they really would wanted do, to know. You can tell. Would, would, like, do you know
0: <laughs> Tina? Yeah, like, do you know Tina? Like, come on. You
1: I, Tina? I still think there's like, I once almost got to interview Sheena, but I couldn't talk about. Um, I couldn't talk about anything Vanderpump rules. And so I was in.
0: what are we gonna talk about? I, well,
1: no, I was like I pitched well, what I it ended up not happening because of everything, but I I was going to do an hour interview with her just about her music. like go over lyrics go over like what did you mean like what was it like in the studio when you were like what was it like when you were in the studio (laughs) recording that did you know you you had a hit on your hands did you know like you you know know like i i I was going to take it so seriously you know like and i like thought that would have been the coolest interview because wouldn't it be amazing to hear sheena talk about herself like a pop pop artist you know
0: you gotta still do that like don't listen she is the moment her luann kim zolciak obviously candy and erica jane are the moment and they are the pop stars of bravo do you guys watch don't be tardy at all we don't know who's still watching it um we did a uh, survey yeah and it was 90 percent don't watch it 10 percent watch it we watched it like the first couple seasons yeah. it was good to see the dynamic between the family but now it's just like okay enough
1: I'm covering it on my, uh, my Patreon this, this season. And I, it is, it's like, it's like, it's not like nothing happens, but it's like this weird, <laughs> it's like this yeah. weird breath of fresh air because, because nothing, nothing happens. I it's it. only 30 minutes long. It's like 22 minutes without, without commercials. And it's like, literally like the biggest thing that happened is that their RV broke down and then they called somebody out to fix it. And that Kim was like, it. Oh my god, I need to see. Yeah, Kim was like, Kim, Kim was like drinking from a red solo cup, and like, Amazing. and then and part of the this. episode was that they went to like a a nut store, and they had her deli meat she likes, and I was like, this oh. is so refreshing. Like nothing's happening. It's the it background noise. It's, it's, nothing's happening. You know, is her chef
0: still on there? Yeah, that's what people. She people was on. Said she they, was on the like, first
1: three episodes before she had to go home to take care of her uh, child mm-hmm. that, uh, that she has, but even then like there there's no draw like there's not i i'm not and this is not i'm not complaining just nothing happens nothing happens. no that's kind of
0: a good thing when you have mm-hmm. a network where you know like every other episode someone's screaming Sometimes so it's good to
3: watch a lot reality shows. yeah exactly. it's like a breath
1: it's like a breath of fresh air they can't even make it an hour like nothing's happening enough to make it an hour they're like we can't even and what they'll do is they'll even like when they when they go to commercial they show you like the previews for what's coming up in the next segment and then when they come back from that they show you what you just saw in the last segment like they don't even have enough time like they're, they're trying to stall for time because they only have a little bit of footage i think and it is so funny to watch I with love that it. And mommy, he- you know
0: people say that they watch for number one the chef obviously and then number two croy so i get why people watch.
1: i gotta tell you croy uh he he really just seems like <laughs> he's he, what? Croy, he that. well by the way i with my my I, with my friend Maritza, we uh, go over together <laughs> and she is in love with Croy. She finds like ass shots of Croy. She's like, she'll like send me like just like uh, he does genre. have his height higher shots abs. of shots of Troy in his butt, and she's like, Come on, tell me you don't like this. And she uh, <laughs> hard
3: to follow us. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think she probably already does. Maritza Lopez. Maritza, <laughs> yeah. D- I'm sure she does. She does all my really great graphics. We um need to talk. Uh, yeah. but she, <laughs> She loves, she's so horny for Croy and our podcast about it is way longer than the actual show. Like out we do like an Lisa. hour, we do <laughs> an
2: hour, Shout out to her.
1: we do an hour podcast about a 30 Good, like, minute yeah, episode, yeah. you know? So.
0: Well, Ryan, we had literally the best time with you. Yeah, this, is this, was, yes. this was very
1: special. I, this was like, uh, I'm, I'm so lucky to finally meet you guys. And it actually, this was an insane blast. So thank you.
0: We got to do this again. So just, well, know, just like our other friends that we forced to be on our podcast, you're going to get forced to well, come back. Well,
1: so. you're going to be forced to be on mine. So yeah, all, all good. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> so please tell people where they can reach you and what you have going on and to look forward to.
1: Yeah, you guys the podcast is so bad, it's good with Ryan Bailey. What I would ask um and I'd ask this for Bravo Wild Black as well, is that uh we do these things for free. If you do want to support us, the freest thing that you can do is hit that five star button on there. It does uh it does mean a lot, I guess, in terms of metrics and, and things like that. And um uh, you know, it's, it's free. That's all you have to do. And you get all this content for free. If you want to support us even more, I know you guys don't have a Patreon yet, but I do for five bucks a month, you get a bunch of different recaps. I do Potomac on there. I do, uh, I am doing uh, Potomac below deck um, uh, OC, which is party horrible for the party Tardy for the party. So if you want, there's like 55 episodes on there right now that you get all with like five bucks a month. And I keep adding four or five to those every week. Uh, if you want my opinions on the election, there's an hour long podcast on there about that (laughs) there's um there's a lot of cool stuff with i with new people and guests and you get to find out about them and me a little bit more um I'm trying to do this for a living. So if you want to support, it's there. If not, I get it. It'll always be there when you, cause it's been a tough year and on Instagram so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. Um, I just do a lot of what we call shit posting. It's just yeah. goofy stuff and uh, reach out to me on DM and I I'm trying to get better about answering everything, but I, I love, I love interacting with people. Uh, sometimes it just is, has been getting harder lately, but I'm getting on top of it. So, yeah. to
0: piggyback off of that guys um please leave us
1: five stars because we just found out our last episode that ratings matter (laughs) (laughs) wait so i how do how do i mean i don't know how i still don't know how it all works what do you mean ratings matter
0: like when you get five star ratings it gives you like a boost oh
1: yes yes i thought you meant rating i thought you meant like the how many people listen and i was like how does
0: oh no yeah no it gives you a
1: boost you get into
0: like the the Get on the charts, charts and stuff mm-hmm. like that we didn't know anything about that until people like broke it down like no you had to actually like tell people to rate you five stars rate both of us five stars listen to part nice. two you know ryan we're gonna go on ryan's podcast we're gonna have equally amount as a blast and um he's not gonna have us play jeopardy but you know that's what you get for not listening to us
1: <laughs> well so, maybe you know what maybe i will so oh maybe, my god oh
0: well thank you guys for listening and thank you for being here Ryan. So and we are going to upload this on saturday mm-hmm. uh yeah, yeah. Saturday. <laughs> probably if it's sunday you know we're on colored people time like we were for this podcast <laughs> so we'll see you when you see you and we love you And thank you for listening love you guys
2: bye dude that was awesome yeah it was